remembrance of English cricket, which died at the Oval on the 29th of August, 1882, deeply lamented by a large circle of sorrowing friends and acquaintances. Rest in peace. The body will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. Dive right into it. Oh. Just, just jump right in. Just jump it in. How long is he soaring for? <laughs> Longer than 127 hours. <laughs> it's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh That's my insane. fucking god. Yeah, ready, ready for this shit. And he no longer holds Sir. the Guinness World Record for most wobble boards played in one location at the same time, which happened in Champagne miniatures, plastic gloves, a torch, Ugh. vibrators, condoms, because you've got to be safe. Got that joke? Swing and a miss. What's your captain? Swing and a miss. Oh, it's Imagine being a fly on the wall on that conversation and going, can I uh, possibly, um, I'm just going to put this out there, can I have a key to the morgue? You'd be like, Fuck off, mate. 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 Welcome to the wild world of sports. Ashes of Evil series between England and Australia. On the English side, we have Rob and Tom Booth. No doubt, cousins of John Wilkes Booth. Lover of slavery. Yes, man. And hater of freedom. On the Australian team, we have Sean Jeffrey and oh, Jack Lee. Good old country, you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bush people that I'm sure have no idea what civilization really is. Civilization. Civilization. Very good. Excellent. How the fuck are you, gentlemen? We're good. We're good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Oh, excellent. Fine and we're dandy. Ready to just dive right into it. Oh. Let's just, just jump right in. Just jumping in. So we put this idea together fucking a few weeks back. We were I just had the idea randomly and I ran it by Jack and I was like thinking we should do this with the old fucking robots dudes. And now we're finally here. So this is going to be the first ever international fucking podcast, Ashes of Evil. I think we'll do this once a year if you cunts are down. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like we're going to run out of people fairly once soon. Once every but... fucking... Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, Jack and I was like, well, like, well, Australia better pick up his game with like a bunch of brutal murders and spree killing soon because we've run through basically <laughs> yeah, all the major yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just internet. anybody listening, encouraging violence, just go for it, man. <laughs> go for it so we can win. <laughs> well, in the, space, in the space of, what, three months we had three mass killings in WA. Yeah, we've got that good meth, good meth effort, problem yeah. coming in now. Ah, oh, love it. Oh, yeah. Good work. You've got a meth problem coming through. That's, uh, that's oh, really a huge one, yeah. Picking. Yeah, yeah, we had just out the stabbing fools. Oh, yep. yeah. Fam, fa- a bunch of those good old classic familicides where people are just that's like, been, I'm, I'm sick yeah. of fucking everything. I'm just going to murder my whole family. You just wake up in the morning <laughs> and it's like in some suburb somewhere, some dude's killed fucking six people and it was all his relatives. And you're like, oh, good on you. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, there's a lot of murders. I'll have a good murder. Gets me, get me ah. rock hard every morning when I hear about that. I always wake up. I always wake up and put the telly on for the news to see who's died. It's always a good way to wake <laughs> yeah. up to. Morbid telly anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there's way. nothing like a bit of that good old gallows humour. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the basis behind this whole fucking thing is we were like, I don't know fuck all about. No, I mean, not even just cricket. I don't know fuck all about most organised team sports. Yeah, you don't. I, don't I think you watched your first footy game the other day up at the pub when you started um, working. Yeah, I'm this. like fucking. Um, <laughs> Moss in that IT crowd episode where he's like watching the dudes play soccer and he's like, how long do soccer games last? Apparently a billion years. This is the yeah, worst thing yeah. ever. <laughs> no, we know nothing about, I know nothing about cricket at all. I was having a look at fielding positions, but 
the, like the glossary of terms in cricket is insane. It's pages and pages and pages long. Yeah, it's just oh, so the mad. amount of positions on field is there's like you know there's probably about. 50 either side of the, the field, but you only have 11 of them, so they're just chucking people around left and right. But that's the thing, because surely, like, you're if you're either throwing the ball, you're the bowler, you're or either you're hitting it, it, or you're it, the batter, and, or you're catching it, but they've got so many different yeah, names. it's just so boring. Well, you know, when, you, when you're bowling, you know, you're trying to get the <laughs> And it goes the on ball, for days so you send it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It goes really on for does. days, not... and you're like, what are you doing, cunt? Just fucking hit it already. Well, that's why they brought <laughs> in the ODIs, and then some Indian dude paid heaps of money and started up the T20s. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah I know yeah. something about them. Yeah, that's the ones where the cunts just try and smash it as hard as they oh, can, and they yeah, go they're great fun. That sounds more interesting. One thing I did like about cricket is I don't think, I mean, I'm not sure, they probably don't do it, in this day and age, but back in like the early 90s and sort of late 80s, the lads on break were just going up and having a few pints, weren't they? At lunchtime, they'd come out yeah. and just crack on batting, smash their heads. Yeah, oh, everyone was bringing way. their own eskies into the stadium as well, you know. <laughs> there was a certain um, stand at the MCG where everyone, it would just be all like the working class fucking shitheads just sinking so much piss and yeah. just, just getting say, in the I fights, you, yeah. I bet you half the people, probably more than half, who actually go and watch the cricket, when they come home, they go, well, so how was the cricket? They go, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I ain't got, got shit first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my cousin, yeah. Pete Stroke, walked in the door, just face first, didn't remember a thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. $200 he didn't well slip, spent. slip, slap. <laughs> this is a five-day bender. Yeah, so build our own teams full of, like, what we consider. They don't even have to be heavy hitters. I don't know what you guys have done, like, whether you've chosen, like, the most obvious ones for some or different ones like we there was various ones that we looked at where we were like well that's the most obvious one to go with but perhaps we should go for something slightly different so yeah well some of the um like for instance the uh the serial killer couples we'll get into in a bit it's quite sparse over here in the uk for that yeah and two of the most here, famous there's... ones we've covered so. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, no, yeah we, we had one to choose from i think i know what you've done yeah, but we were we'll sitting there going they're either, gonna go, they're either gonna go fred and rosemary west or fucking um <laughs> this is team spying here you've got espionage i was like in australia there's only one well-known serial killing couple so i was like we've already covered them as well so i was like yeah. well meh, hmm. that's all right. right let's just Let's just fucking dive right into Let's it. Just dive we? right in. <laughs> just right into right, it, boys. So for, to begin with, we captains. all we all had to come up with one captain to lead yeah. our team, which was one sort of a mob boss, standover villain sort of motherfucker. And I went with. We decided with after much fucking discussion between the Australian ourselves. hero. Yep, a straight up stand up Australian fucking legend, Mark Brandon Chopper Reed. Yes, oh, God, the yeah. Chopper, and Chop Chop. Yeah, have you, heard, have, you, have, you, have, you, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? You know, <laughs> is he the fellow that played Russian roulette live with a news reporter on yes, TV? Yes, that is, that is yep. him indeed. That's one of our favourite Clicked bits, it right yeah. at her head, yep. They cut that, that out of a 60-minute interview. That should be in the Australian tourist interview. board video. That should be, yeah. yeah Welcome to Australia. It. You want to fucking come in and immigrate to our country, do you? you got a one in six chance of making it in. Spin <laughs> that's, that. That'd be a great system, wouldn't it? Just hand them a handgun. <laughs> you got to yeah. click it once. There's if no, you survive, no you're allowed in. No fairer fate than that of death. Just come yeah, yeah. Oh, they've just laxed our immigration laws. Jesus, you know, we're girt by saying they're still getting in. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the balls right, to so do that, you should be allowed in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, be the rules. It. Oh, it's fucking hectic. So born fucking 17th of November, 1954. Mark Chopper Reed was an Australian convicted criminal, gang member and author. He was bullied at school, claiming by the Standard. age of 15 that he'd been on the, quote, losing end of several hundred fights, and that his father, <laughs> u- usually yeah. on his mother's recommendation, beat him often as a child. Beat him uh, off? Toughen him yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> beat him off. That's a turn out for yeah. the books. 
Lovely. <laughs> it was also revealed that Reed had been molested as a child. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, that's... It's, it's just a classic case of serial killing us coming out <laughs> of here when that happens. You'd be oh, like, what? And then, and then all of this didn't lead to him being an upstanding member of society? Exactly, yeah. You know, Little cheeky not a head injury as well. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> His name was Reed as well. That should have gone hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, it would have Actually, worked. when I was reading the article. Yeah. Reed was made a ward of the state by the age of 14 and was placed in several mental institutions as a teenager where he later underwent electroshock therapy, which, you know, all I've read about that is that it does nothing but good things for people. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a look at that last week in an episode, and uh, yeah, it's top top notch therapy that always works, never goes wrong. It's not some sort. Of yeah. You know, they still they still do it. Um, the mate what, of mine, his ex girlfriend, they still yeah. do it now. Over here, she works at a psych ward, and they said they give them electroshock therapy. Isn't it for seizures or some shit? They do. Or they, no, they do it until they have a seizure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? They still do electroshock therapy. They still they've just made it illegal. Gay conversion camps are still legal over here in WA. Really? Oh they're, they're, yeah, they're only just trying to... Um... Yeah, we're a forward-thinking country. Yeah, anyway, yeah, enough about well. how good oh, we are. I mean, travelling podcast. We were talking to you in the past then. Yeah, that's it. It's your fault. You did this. <laughs> yes. We sent all the good people down there. All the yeah. convicts, <laughs> the prostitutes. <laughs> you can have the a r- whale of a time down there. Yeah, that's it. If you go to you go to Melbourne, we've got that beautiful place known as the Four Floors of Whores because at least prostitution's legal. It is it's perfect. Or Clayton Street down in Midland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you think having legal? Do you think about ha- having legalized brothels is lowering your um, your rapist count? Is that affecting your team pickings? Ooh, I reckon it's a good idea. I reckon it is. It's, yeah. it's the oldest profession around. This idea that it's fucking it's so ridiculous. And it being legal, they can check for STIs. That's the and whole shit idea. Like that. Is that they're, they're in a safe environment, whereas rather than just copping a load in a back alley that's all diseased. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was reading a story that, that there's actual jobs for um, people to actually go into these sexual, uh, obviously, prostitu- prostitution areas, lay as many women as they can and make sure that they're doing everything right. And I think, what a job. Yeah, You're getting yeah. paid to go out and hook, shank prostitutes. It's, it's, it's like quality control. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all right. We'll see on the similar thing, the same mate that Instead had Instead of a fucking secret shopper, it's a secret shagger. Yeah. Yeah, a secret shagger, yeah. <laughs> it goes around and goes, you know. Are you going to clean that minge? Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You're filthy slut. So Reed spent only 13 months outside of prison between the ages of 20 and 38, having been convicted of crimes including armed robbery, firearm offences, assault, arson, impersonating a police officer, and kidnapping. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? You may as well. Yeah. This this is where he gets... This is the best bit. This is his fucking... uh, What's the fucking... Modus operandi? Mo- nah, not modus operandi. What's the piece de resistance? Creme de la creme? Yeah, that sort of. Whatever. You know what I'm get putting down. Cherry on top? Yep. Opus. <laughs> Vinegar yeah, strokes? Well, I was, oh, yeah, Opus Magnus. That's oh, Opus Magnus. That's, yeah. It was That's on the tip drink. of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> While in Pentridge Prison's H Division in the late 1970s, Reed launched a prison war. His gang dubbed the Overcoat Gang because they wore long coats all year round to conceal their weapons, were involved in several hundred acts of violence against a larger opposing gang during this period. Around this time, Reed had a fellow inmate cut both of his ears off in order to be able to leave H Division temporarily. Reed claimed to have been involved in the killing of at least 19 people that he would speak about and the attempted murder, murder of 11 others. In April 2012, Reed was diagnosed with liver cancer. He underwent surgery in July 2012 to remove tubers from his liver, and in late September 2013, he was admitted to Melbourne's private hospital in failing health. 
He died of the illness on the 9th of October, 2013, aged 58. Now, that sounds pretty bad, but in 2001, Reed was featured in an advertisement on behalf of the Pedestrian Council of Australia warning of the dangers of drunk driving. And in... <laughs> yeah, good dude. You drink and driving, I'll cut your fucking ears off, cunt. <laughs> Brilliant. He was also, in 2006, um, appeared in another commercial speaking out against domestic violence. What? <laughs> Did he, he really? beat the fuck out of his missus? In the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where he absolutely beats the fuck out of his missus. And he's like, what did I tell you, love? What did I tell you? Well, he's all fucking... He's a reformed huge, man. Huge. Yeah, that's what it was. He's turned a leaf. But yeah, so there you go. That's Mark Chopper Reed. So that whole bit, there's a bit in that I wanted to touch on quickly where he's in prison. I don't know if you have seen the movie with fucking Eric Banner. Great movie. Fucking top shelf movie. I might have seen uh, it back Chopper. in the day, yeah. The crazy thing about like Chopper Reed in that one bit, there's this bit in this movie where he's just got his fucking screwdriver and he's like fucking, fucking take this cunt. And he's like, oh bro, you're going to hurt me if you fucking keep doing that. Oh, you're going to do me in. Yeah. Chopper Reed's a legend. <laughs> oh, he's good. He's, he's like a, a great dude. And the demon. The man didn't take any shit, yeah. did he? Oh. No. no. So Basically, yeah, that's our fucking he's... team captain. That's our standover dude. Yeah, man. He, I mean, he's, he's second to none. He, he, yeah, he was one of those. Like, if someone pulled out something big and hard, he'd pull out something bigger and harder, so to <laughs> yeah. speak. His, yeah. His fist. <laughs> or, like his dick. There's yeah. a scene in the movie where he's standing in a bar talking to a cop, and he sees this Neville hot, Bartos. Yeah, he sees this chick across the room, and he just unzips his fly and flops his dick out while he's talking to the cop that they can't see because he's on the other side of the bar, but the chick can, and he's just got his dick out looking at the chick, and the cops are like, chopper! Chopper, you got your bloody dick out, mate. Put your fucking dick away, <laughs> will you? Uncle Chopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Chop Chop. Well, the last time he got arrested, last time, one of the last times he got arrested, uh, he said someone tried to kill him. Some dude came at him with a tomahawk or an axe, and uh, he ran into a uh, car repair shop and grabbed a tire on and ran back out at the dude, and he'd already <laughs> jumped in a car and fucked off. It. He didn't M- run away when yeah. he got tooled up and come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's running away. And going, oh, yeah, we've scared him and them suddenly. Bosh. Let me get me, get me Not having it. <laughs> Wicked. If you've got a tomahawk, well, I'm allowed some sort of tire iron or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Australian rules. If they've got a weapon, you've got to have one underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. If they've got a shotgun, you can only have a handgun. If they've got <laughs> yeah. a gun, you've got to have a knife. <laughs> no. level it off. That is a good choice of team captain, lads. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank, thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> unless you've got a coffee and a nice breakfast, then you might be able to have yourself an AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Get it. Throw forward to throw forward. You'll see. All oh, right. Well, yeah. He's been hit, but he's been hurt, Captain. That hit him hard. Let me tell you. Never mind. I don't even know what he's talking about. Okay. Well, scrap that joke. Swing and a miss. What's your captain? Swing and a miss. Oh, he's bowled wide. Yeah, well, our captain. We've gone with um, none other than Ronnie Cray. He's a, he's, a, he's going to be a good team Ooh. captain. Oh. I forgot about the craze. Ooh, yeah. I was going to say Bronson. Well, he was picking which oh, one, Ronnie yeah. or Reggie. So I went, I went with Ronnie. Yeah. I mean, he's a good captain because good. the squad is going to follow what he says, his instructions, down to a T, well, or they're yeah. going to suffer the consequences. That's it. He was like a, like a, a leader, like a you know, gang leader. So he's going to have a good organisation of the team. Yeah, He's one half of famed Cray twins, renowned hard man. He also, he also liked the dick, apparently. He was... Um, 
Well, bat- one he, of them did, yeah. One of them was gay. He batted for the other side, I think. I think he liked a, bit of, liked a bit of both, didn't he? I think he was one of those. He yeah. just have anything. Yeah, he was an un- undiagnosed schizophrenic, which, uh, which explains a lot. Yeah. He was sectioned when he was in oh. his 20s for just doing fucking crazy mad shit. I mean, I suppose being <laughs> mad does actually pay <laughs> if you're going to be a gangland leader. <laughs> he's, 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 he started his career off um, in, the, in his early 20s <laughs> doing uh, armed robberies and assaults. And moving on to protection racket, rackets before progressing into arson and eventually murder, which was his downfall. I mean, you can't kill someone and get away <sighs> with it. Not even he could do he that. Did wear a, he did well. wear a nice suit, though. He that did, is he looked true. Crisp, he, he did look look good. You got him, yeah. If you're going to murder people, it would be good to look so crisp. So fresh. He, yeah, he's like, uh, I mean, he looked like he could have been in the Beatles. <laughs> Imagine it's your last view. It's <laughs> someone looking crisp as they're stabbing, stabbing you in the eye or shooting you in the face. You know, you go, at least they've, you know, they've tried to make themselves look good for the occasion. You know yeah. what I mean? He was an intimidation John Wick before John Wick. He was amazing. He was an amazing fella. But the law caught up with him and sent him to 30 years for the murder of rival gangsters George Cornell, Frank the Axeman Mitchell, and Jack the Hat. Oh, <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> can't beat the names, can Those you? are some fucking names right there. Fucking that's metal, awesome. Isn't it? <laughs> I love, I love, uh, that's what I love about like um, British gangsters. You can't have the sickest names like in Snatch and Lockstock, like some of my favourite movies, oh, shit the best. like that, where they all be like, old mate, Bricktop. Said to fucking yeah. Tommy the fucking gun, like <laughs> the Smitty the Russian the said, fucking this cunt was yeah. fucking out there with Bobby fucking two tops. Fucking yeah. M- Mickey stinky, like. Mickey stinky fingers out, Bobby blue eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what was the what was the one I said earlier? I was like, you're on fucking thin ice, my pedigree chump. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. when it breaks. Ah, brick top is the best. Yeah. Cockneys can't be so by some horrible cunt. Like horrible yourself. fucking yeah. cunt. <laughs> so yeah, they um. <laughs> Ronnie Cray actually shot George Cornell in the Blind Beggar pub in Whitechapel after Cornell called him a oh. fat puff. I mean, that'll do <laughs> it. Well, he was wrong about one thing. That'll do he it. He wasn't fat. He was a chopper man. Was he? he wasn't that fat. Yeah. In, in, in the later part, he was getting a bit uh. on the old, a lot of pies. He didn't try to hide it All when he heard it. He just pulled a shooter out. He went, you fucking fat puff. He got a gun, walked up to him, put it on his forehead and just went, fucking boom. Pop, pop. And then turned around and sat back. Non-stop. Fucking hell, that's 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 <laughs> hardcore, isn't it? That's fucking imagine, manly as shit. Imagine if you're sitting that makes at, me moist. Imagine if you're sitting at like one of the tables having like a, like a dinner or something, or having having a pint, and you go, "Did you just see that? Why yeah. is it? Why is everyone acting normal <laughs> again?" I, I, don't, I don't think the blind beggar uh, pub uh, where the the craze frequented was a, yeah. a normal family eatery. Yeah. That's not a place where you go and go. Did you just shoot him in the head? <laughs> <laughs> well, no one saw it because it was the blind beggar pub. You know, no one ah, yeah, it. that's right. Everyone's blind. Oh, was the that bar- noise? oh well. The bartender just fucking hit a button behind the bar and like a bunch of fucking little doors open where cleaners came out and dragged the body away <laughs> and instantly scrubbed the whole place down. Yeah, and the cops rock up four minutes later and everyone's just fucking drinking. Like, what are you talking? You know what? That's that. That's what it was like because nobody was wi- uh, willing to testify in, in court against him. There was no witnesses came no forward. No shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such was his, uh, <laughs> you know, his personality. He was a ruthless cunt. Like that- Jack, Jack the Hat McVitie, for instance. He was a member of the Craze uh, gang, and they paid him fifteen hundred quid. Was he the disposal? Well, he he was uh, he was paid fifteen hundred quid for a murder contract up front. So they paid him. Was like going go and whack this fella, but he failed to kill the uh, the target. So uh, so Ronnie lured him into a basement at a party and stabbed. He actually tried to shoot him, but the gun misfired. <laughs> so he stabbed him to death. And he's actually uh, <laughs> Jesus. The attack was so violent, his liver came out. So they flushed it down the toilet. Uh. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ate it. it with some fava beans. And mm. the funny, the funny, <laughs> yeah. thi- the funny thing is, they kind of got famous at the time. Um, they were on TV shows and all sorts, weren't they? Yeah, they were. This yeah. is while they were together, obviously doing what they're doing, right? As the gang leaders and all that. 
and um, they, they were having interviews with people, and they go, "No, we didn't do it." Yeah, and like on daytime telly, and friend, you're like, "Friends with politicians." That's like, like you know, just any psychopath murderer who's just clearly done it not long ago. He's on normal telly, you know, like daytime telly. Go, no, it wasn't us. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. And power, money, and power. <laughs> Similar to Chopper. Allowed doing these the days, would it? Well. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be allowed these days. They'd no. be like, you can't have them on the show talking about this. No, I can't do that. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> It was yeah. that much of a ruthless well, cunt. It's similar, it's similar to fucking um, old mate. Uh, Played by got, Bane. Nah, who just got fucking done the other day uh, and sentenced finally. Over here or nah, over there? Yeah, the cocaine fucking kingpin. Oh, um, El Chapo. El Chapo. Yeah. El Chapo fucking Oh, I got a video to send you, boys. Where yeah. fucking, um, they said, when they sentenced him in court and he looked at the jury and he was like, I'll kill each and every one of you. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah and then he turned around to his wife and he just winked at his Gives wife. and she, Yeah, he gave, she gave them the thumbs up. They both were like, yep, cool, I'll get it done. And he just fucking like, every one of those cunts hell. is now marked for death. Yeah, I'd be oh moving my. to like fucking Iceland into bloody, uh, what's that place called? The most northern fucking town. Yeah, move to fucking... Yeah, small bad somewhere. Nowhere. Eastern European country in the middle of like the ice that's just like, eh, I've got no connection to anything. Did, did you see when he escaped from prison? I think he escaped twice, didn't he? But um, the one time. Um, he did, yeah. It, 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 the, the tunnel which was made for him yeah. to escape. Did you see it? Impressive. Yeah, it's crazy, it was impressive, yeah. man. I mean, there must some serious yeah. work going on there to do that. That's what happens when you fucking I mean, just that's inherit how... the biggest fucking co- cocaine empire in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just okay, it's fucking money, fucking... man. It's money. You've got money, you yeah. can protect yourself. Like Ronnie Cray, for instance, he, um, he used to nail people to the floor and then batter them. So he, like, oh. he wouldn't tie you oh. up. He just fucking nail crush you to the floorboards. Get and then nine inch nails Doing the horizontal Jesus. I know, yeah. <laughs> the police left them alone to a certain extent because they were policing, the, the Cray twins and their gang were policing the east end of London better than the, than the actual... Well, they were f- killing all the other dealers and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting rid of, getting rid of the other gang members, isn't it, from the other side? Yeah, they, they realised when Ronnie and, his, and the Reggie were actually in prison, crime went up. And when they came out of prison, oh. they fucking dropped. And they were like, <laughs> That's what out. happens. It's like, yeah, when you, have, when you have someone that rules with an iron fist... Yeah. Everything's just flows like a well-oiled machine and then the police come in and create a power vacuum and then all these fucking that's why I like we were saying just them like Escobar and shit and El Chapo. It's like when they kill fucking Escobar, cool, now you get the fucking Medellin cartel, MS thirteen and all shit. these fucking yeah, psycho gangs that start feuding for fucking power. It's it's just, that's how Elon made all his it, money. It makes, you think, it makes <laughs> you think is he gonna like negotiate with them on the side without anyone knowing? Not to get out, but to yeah, get I what mean, he wants in prison, because otherwise shit will happen. Witnesses will hear that the jury will die. Yeah. Yeah, shit, everyone's got a price. It made me, you made me think of a thing just before that I forgot that I'd written, but I hadn't actually said it, where you were saying that he'd nail dudes to the floor, old mate Ronnie fucking Cray. Nail him on the floor, <laughs> am I right? Chopper <laughs> would fucking get dudes. Chopper <laughs> would get dudes, and uh, a lot of his ti- a lot of the times that they do in Melbourne gangland shit at the time, this is the whole, like, razor fucking gang shit and underbelly world. They'd get uh, bolt cutters and cut your fucking toes off oh and while they were interrogating you. But then in an interview, Chopper goes, oh, I thought that was for fucking poofs, mate. So what I did is I got a bloody... Oh, my God. So he got a uh, fucking blowtorch and he'd roast people's feet and toes like with the, the blowtorch because he goes, I like the smell of meat. Oh, yeah. my God. God. His... You'd be babbling, wouldn't you? You'd be babbling to anything that he said, wouldn't you? (laughs) If you doing that. You know, you 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 said he he was lopping people's fingers off with, uh, with, uh, like... Toes, yeah. Yeah, um, that that reminds me, old old Ronnie, he was mates with Ian Brady, because obviously he was chopping kids' fingers off (laughs) when he was killing them. He used to cook with him (laughs) in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can't have been all that good. Because people said he, he never used to hurt innocent innocent folk. He always went after other gang members or people that crossed him. But yeah, if he's 
mates with Brady and cooking with him in prison. I think that's a bit... You'd think otherwise. You know what I mean? It's a bit brown, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit how you're going. So, it's so not, that's our it's captain. not like cricket. So that's our captain. That's our captain. <laughs> Fuck. I could spend two hours just talking about these two dudes. Yeah. Fucking crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah, chopper. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ooh, it's a good... It really is a good bouncer, that. I think that might require a change of helmet. Watch this now. It's done him for sheer taste, that. It's the aggression that England wanted from Harmison. Certainly, well, he's struck all three. First top three. So, fucking next, next one. Let's dive right into uh, serial in. killer couples. Fucking, fucking jumping in. <laughs> so we went with basically the only one known to anyone in Australia. That's all. Well, I'll throw it over to you guys. I don't know if you know anything about us, like what fucking Australian serial killer couples there are. We've actually covered it. David and Catherine Burney. Oof. The Morehouse murders. The Mur- Morehouse murders. No. So oh, yeah. David and Catherine Burney were an Australian couple from Perth, Western Australia. Represent West Coast, Best Coast. Well, boom. They murdered four women ranging, ranging in age from 15 to 31 in their home in 1986 and attempted to murder a fifth. These crimes were referred to in the press as the Morehouse murders after the Burney's address at 3 Morehouse Street in Willoughby, a suburb of Perth, which just came up for rent again. You can rent that plot property. It's still mm, there. Nice. Over a period of five weeks, the Burney's abducted five women, basically, and just started fucking raping and murdering them all. As the sole do. exception was their final victim who actually escaped, but this is the sickest thing oh, about such it. Amazing. So the whole thing you want to discuss when it comes to the whole Catherine and David Burney is Kate Moyer. And Kate Moyer is the 17-year-old girl who fucking escaped, right? Mm. But she gives you a prime example of what you should fucking do if you get captured <laughs> right. and how to escape. Well, and first thing, never let them get you into the vehicle. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, if you do, this, I'll, 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 I'll just breeze through these two paragraphs and then we'll be able to go fucking nuts on it, all right? (laughs) So, 17-year-old Kate Moyer was abducted at knife point after accepting a ride from the Burnies. This was in the 1960s, so it was a bit fucking... Back then, like, uh, it was in 1986. Yeah, sorry, in 1986. I was thinking of when they were fucking first moving and shit. Yeah, in the 80s, they were still a bit fucking loosey-goosey and people just used to get in people's cars and get a lift nowadays everyone freaks out about that shit rightfully so but um she actually escaped the day after her capture right but so what she did is david went to work catherine was at home still with kate catherine went to the door to carry out a drug deal but she forgot to chain kate back to the bed so kate fucking ran over and smashes the fucking window breaks the lock off it jumps out, smashes her head on the concrete, she's all fucked up, and she fucking runs and tries to knock on all these cunts' doors, but no one answers. She jumps over a fucking gate to try and get through a property, and she gets fucking attacked by a dog, and she's like, ah, oh, she's all yeah, fucked come up. Come on, man. Well, this is a bad day. And she runs, run, runs across the fucking street into this vacuum cleaner shop, and then she's quoted as saying, right, I was hysterical, I was barefoot wearing these fucking black leggings, a black singlet, and knickers. She told the shop owner that she'd been raped. When the police arrived, she, she was like, I was abducted at knife point and this couple took me back to their house and raped me. And the police were fucking initially pretty sceptical. They were like, what? Oh, what? Is that what you reckon? And you're Stupid like, what woman. do you mean? Yeah, you're they were just, like, yeah, they were just yeah. like, you're, you're just bloody crazy, woman. You have, you're on nah, your period or something. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
one constable there, this Laura Hancock, who was a 22-year-old woman, believed her because straight from the beginning she was like, this chick's got so much detail that she can provide. Yeah. And so Kate Moyer was telling her their address and telephone number. So the cops went there and, like, had a look. The Bernies gave themselves, like, aliases. So, like They were like, no, yeah, fucking, I don't know what you're talking about. But Moyer had <laughs> read one of their names off one of their medicine prescription bottles. So ah. she fucking remembered the name she saw on the prescription bottle. She was like, we also fucking that night while they were raping me and it was all fucked up, they, were, they had fucking Rocky on. So there's every chance that Rocky, the VHS cassette, will still be in the fucking tape deck. And they were like, no way. And then she fucking, while she was there, she scribbled a little fucking drawing like, so she made this little drawing of, like, you know, whatever. She drew a flower, flower and a fucking shit, little house or whatever. And then she shoved it down the fucking edge of the bed so that when she was found, she was able to go, if you go to the edge of the fucking mattress behind oh, it, there'll be this cr- scrunched up bit of fucking paper there. And the police found her drawing. They found the copy of fucking Rocky in the VCR. And they just that confirmed was who they were you know and they what? fucking she arrested her. She sounds like she really didn't have much trust in the police to follow this up. If she's yeah, put that's lying it. She already right, was like, she so. was already like, you can't fucking so. fucking believe me you, if this you, happens. Like, she took prepping now, that's to a smart. You know, the, you know, doomsday preppers. <laughs> she's like a rape day prepper. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's rape prepared. Day preppers, rape day yeah. prepper. Yeah. She knows what's yeah. going on, on f- When it comes to rape, she's, she had a few, she's like, in order to, to get caught. She had a few fucking razor blades slapped up there already <laughs> so that if someone tried for forceful oh. penetration, she was like, cha, cha, It's like a Chinese sticker trap. I've been there. Crazy, But then you've got the dumb girl. Oh, this, uh, oh yeah, this, she's not a mean dumb. She, don't yeah. victim blame Jack. That's so rude. Sorry, nah, I don't mean dumb. a victim blame, but come on, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you're given a chance here. On November fifth, the Burnians abducted 21-year-old uh, Denise Brown as she was waiting for a bus on Sterling Highway. Hey, I'm on there all the time. Uh, she was ex- <laughs> she accepted a ride Scoping from them it. at Knife Point. Oh mate, all day, every day, just cruise <laughs> up and down. You know, it's not free candy anymore. It's free Wi-Fi gets the kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mobile Wi-Fi in a van. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was taken to the house in Willoughby, chained to the bed and raped probably numerous times. The following Fingers afternoon, crossed. she was taking, t- taken to the <laughs> Wanneroo Pine Plantation um, in, the, uh, in the seclusion and of the forest. And it's a creepy-looking plantation, that oh, place. It, is, it looks yeah. like Blair Witch Project. Oh, it's just up. rows of symmetrical trees all planted perfectly. Like, now there's just heaps beautiful. of, you know... Darrows and bogans out there on motorbikes. Some cunts hang fucking fishing line up between trees to yeah, try and fucked. cut cunts' Did heads I? off when they're riding motorbikes fucking through there. Yeah, That'll do it. People are still retarded. <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> it'll do it. Uh, Dave Burney raped Brown in the car while the couple waited for darkness. As they dragged Brown from the car, David Burney raped her again and plunged a knife into Brown's neck. Convinced that the girl was dead, they dug a shallow grave, laid her body in it, oh but God. Brown sat up in the grave. David Burney the then grabbed an axe, struck her twice at full force on the skull, and then they buried the body. She Fuck. could have survived if she um if she, she didn't sit up. She was dead. She done. A, she should have done a they possum. They fucking stabbed her in the neck, and she was all like, oh, "I'm dying, I'm dying." And then she's like, "Wait, no." I'm maybe she thought it was I'm still alright. Maybe was, up. Maybe she did think it was the perfect time and the best opportunity to reenact thriller. Yes, yes, it's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just give him a heck Michael of Jackson's spook. ultimate <laughs> yeah. fan. I know I'm going to die, but <laughs> you only get this chance once. <laughs> <laughs> sitting about a grave with a knife sticking out your neck. Yeah. It's fucking hardcore. <laughs> oh, like, that's a good song, that. <laughs> Shame you fingered, kids. But, you know. All right, so, yeah, that's, that's basically fucking David and Catherine. They got arrested after that and fucking uh, 
Catherine's still alive, isn't she? But she's David, a David, bandy up, yeah, David it? fucking killed it, killed himself, or died of fucking. I can't remember. We covered him in a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've dumped that. You know how it is. I've dumped dub. that out oh, of my yeah. fucking brain now. <laughs> yeah, once it's in, it, once it's up and up, up and out there, it's gone. Next. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing in there as well with with a lot of serial killers. If they're like groups of people or whatever, they do. If they get caught, they do end up popping themselves. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of them do. It'll, yeah, yeah that, like that will be a common ratio. thread through several of these. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the best way to murder someone is just murder suicide. Then no one gets justice. It's great. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's left with a sore ass. Yeah. That's why, like you were saying with your, uh, what was the fucking one you got free, uh, plugged for fucking your guys' episode the other day? Fucking, uh, old mate that went fucking ham with his fucking gun after shooting every cunt and then oh, went uh, off and he was like, I've got I've got a grenade and I've got a fucking gun. And, yeah. Oh, the, um, Hunger, Hungerford. Yeah, Michael um, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hunger, Hungerford fucking, yeah. There was like that cunt and he was just like fucking boom, 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 <laughs> pop, pop, non-stop, stainless steel, fucking cars on fire, yeah, cunts getting Grand shot Theft in the head, fucking, Jesus. shooting Grand fucking dog. Yeah, it went like, kill frenzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the helicopter out and everything. It's just like he just woke up and thought, oh, fuck it. I'm going for it yeah, today. Yeah, fuck this shit. I'm opting out. Suck my fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, living, yeah. Barry. That's fucking living. <laughs> you can shoot him in a cafe. You can shoot him in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot him anywhere. Just shot down one the now. Of the street. <laughs> but what I liked about that yeah. that one was the, the old ladies who just like either just getting shot at and they were more angry at the fact that he's making loads of noise. Yeah, Not bothered that he's got a, a, like an AK yeah. firing at the ground. They're just walking away slowly yeah. going, oh, shut up. Yeah, they thought he was doing target practice. <laughs> Not notice there's four houses yeah. on fire, two, there's two and police helicopters in the sky. And he's doing target practice yeah. in the middle of the road. <laughs> and there's bodies everywhere. <laughs> we're just going to show how people... Love to, you know, not get involved and just stay to themselves, you know? Yeah, it's it. It's that uh, diffusion of moral responsibility where everyone's like, I'm not getting involved, not my fucking fault. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we'll we'll jump in here with our um, our serial killer couple. Now, like we said before, it's with the slim pickings. Picking a, picking a squad is very rare to get a, a good serial uh, killing couple. We've had two fantastic ones. Oh, yeah. We had uh, Brady and Hindley, but um, their their kill count was quite low. So we've in- instead yep. chose to go with uh, Fred and Rose West, obviously. The classic. Yeah. Classic. Fred and Rosemary West. They killed at least 12 people, including their own daughter. And they buried her underneath the Ugh. patio. So we're going deep with this one straight away. You're killing your own offspring. Yeah, you're killing your own daughter and burying her in the patio. That's committing. There's no point of and, return. And the great thing about that is, as well, he, he's saying to his other daughters, you'll be under the patio with, was it Charlotte? Or no, it was, like? it was Heather. Heather, there we go. With Heather, if you if you don't <laughs> shut up. If you don't behave. And, and they were being honest. He's brutally great honest. Great way to get your kids in line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They built a bar in the house <laughs> called the uh, the Black Magic Bar, and they used it for, like, proper dodgy swingers party. And, uh, like, pe- like, random people would come around the house that they basically didn't know, and they got their own children to be topless waitresses and barmaids and serve these kids. Ge- they encouraged these people to fuck their kids when they were in the house. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. If Fred would pimp Rose out, I was going to say um, it's a fun party, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now Fred would just pimp a Rose Tuesday out to, uh, to fuck mostly black men. He used to. Uh, she, you can find pictures of her in smut. Well, you can't find the magazines, but the uh, the police tracked them down when it, this the investigation was going off, and they found like in the back of like having that BBC. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he'd, um, she'd fucked these guys in the rooms rigged up by Fred. 
for, for so we could monitor them and he, he'd watch peeking through um, and when like Sounds these like a bit black of a cuck. Yeah, yeah yeah he was he was yeah I think he had a bit of a micro yeah. penis going it was never revealed but I reckon <laughs> he did because he had these black men fuck yeah, her and then what he used to do is when they left he'd say to Rose just stay down stay where you are and he'd come in he'd scoop the spunk off their chest off, her, off Rose's tits or out of a minge, you just get the old fingers in and fish hook it out. Bit and then just team. rub it on his own cock <laughs> and use it as lube to wank. Oh. I what? Mean, uh, it's boner a bit, it's a bit boner check. Up, yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> rigid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought it was strong, but they fucked their own daughter. Uh, he used to say to uh, to his kids, it was a father's responsibility to show love to his kids. Keeping it in the family. Yeah, you got to do that, mm. ain't you? And he was a budding hand, handyman. I mean, as well as building the Black Magic Bar, he also built uh, sex dungeons and torture chambers in the basement, and it was called the House of Horrors. Yeah. It really fucking was when they went in there. He carried out DIY uh, abortions. One of his daughters said that, who survived, said that he, um, he was breaking her in with his, fi- with his fist. As and, you do. And pulling out what she described oh. as, uh, as handfuls of pink frog spawn. Booyaka shot! Oh. <laughs> Yum! Yum. <laughs> Bit of calamari! Yumbos. <laughs> Bit of cabbage and calamari. Yumbos. <laughs> I wonder what he did with it, man. Fried he it probably up, no ate it, Yeah, he probably ate it, didn't they? Yeah, pr- seriously, I reckon he probably did. Wouldn't be surprised. Everywhere he lived, people that's, went missing because they went back into like his, his um, previous locations throughout his life. And uh, there's re- they think that, because he works on motorways, like ground workers digging up the ground, and they reckon that uh-huh. he potentially has just put bodies under the... Under the, you know, when they dig up the uh, the floor before they lay, get the hardcore down before they lay the tarmac on the motorways, and they reckon. Up, oh, I think we know the, a lot about that. Then they reckon, they reckon it was up in the uh, on the M8 in Scotland. <laughs> and there's probably bodies under the under the fucking roads, and they yeah. won't know until one the, day they'll dig it up. Fuck yeah. Didn't they use a? It's a, it was something technology like six, first of its kind. Six, yeah. Something like sixty-four people went missing, roughly, up in Scotland around the time that <laughs> he was working up there. <laughs> now you obviously can't Sounds put like all that. You can't put all that towards him, but. He's probably done some of them. You know what I mean? Definitely, mate. Yeah, honey, pay. Yeah, yeah. What he do? There's is no he... way he's just gonna fucking. Yeah, like he'd just be like, "I'll tell you about a few, but you know, I'm not fucking." I up can't remember how many I've done. That's what I'd yeah, say. It's just like, was it at twelve? Um, yeah, I think a bunch of cunts just fucking. You know, well, wants to fucking convicted. murder every day. You know, fucking one here, one there. Yeah, they yeah, most of them want to talk know. big about themselves and like, oh, I did this, mean I did way more. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, he, if he's a complete sociopath, he might just be completely removed from it. Just being like, he could want to lie till the very end. Like, there's been various dudes that have just never said anything till the end, just to be like, fuck yous. Like, because they're just that twisted. He wasn't. I don't think he was a clever man at all. No, he, he was he, he was like a proper villi- like country bumpkin type fella. He was like the village idiot. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, but what they do is they'd because um, they've got this torture basement, sex dungeon in the base, it, like down in the basement. They'd uh, they grab girls. I think they ran like it was like a lodge, wasn't it? The house. Yeah, they used to they um, used to rent out a room as well. So they used to come and obviously obviously start abusing them and all sorts. They tie them up, fuck them. And when they got bored, they just chop them up. That's hard. Whilst alive, they that's not. They wouldn't dispatch them. They wouldn't like kill them. And then, then chop them up. They just chop them up whilst they're alive. I mean, murder yeah, was... Yeah, I've got a video. I'm going to send it to you. Yum. Mm. He was, uh, murder was in Fred well before he met Rose. It's like one of these sort of tragic circumstances where, you know, if Rose wasn't with him, yeah, she's a psychopath. But when she met him, it was like, you know, a super force emerged. And like, because Fred, before yeah. he met her, he, he, had, he knocked this bird up called... Um, Anne McFall got her pregnant and like when she said oh, I'm pregnant or whatever he was like nah I'm not having that so he murdered her and, and chopped the, the baby out of her and chopped the baby out of her womb dismembered both of them and then buried them in a field took souvenirs from bodies yeah. as well fucking solid team members yeah solid 
You can't it's beat, you can't like beat a, a bit of a trophy as well, can you? Oh yeah, that's, they all they all love that. You got to have something to remember them by. It's yeah, that, yeah. Like, it's like one of those things that says it's like a classic meeting arranged by the devil. You yeah. see those all the time in a lot of them, where like how these people come together that you're like, why would if there is a god, why would he let such people meet each other to just provide such evil to the yeah, world? Oh. Yeah, that's the devil. All those synchronicities. Yeah. yeah, there's this. Have you ever heard of um the Ice Man, Richard Kuklinski? Oh yeah, he's brutal. Yeah, I think I have actually. Yeah. Phyllisian. Yeah, Good he was like he, he was the fucking hitman for the mob for ages, and you see, he had like a full family life and kept it separate. But at one stage, just in the book, there's a wicked bit where he just he's pissing in a urinal at a bar, and this other guy walks in and starts pissing as well. And they look at each other, and he's like, "What's this fucking cunt looking at?" And the oh other my. dude's thinking, "Like, what's this cunt looking at?" And they're both actually professional hitmen, but they've never met each other. They don't know anything. And like he looks at him and he's like, are you working tonight? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm working. Are you working? You know, I'm not your job, are you? And he's like, no, you're not my job, are you? And they're both yeah. like, no, yeah, cool. And then they get together and they start swapping secrets. Like he teaches him how to make like an arsenic spray that you can spray people with that will kill them in a few seconds. And eventually... Eventually, he ends up killing him and getting rid of his body in an ice cream truck and a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's like it's just this perfect meeting where, like, why would two hitmen be pissing together in a fucking bar that just meet each other and <laughs> the then they're ice like, man cometh. Yeah, and yeah, then I mean, they just how, teach how each other ways that? to is, kill people. Would you class it as yeah. wrong place, wrong time, or right place, right time? <laughs> yeah, which yeah. way? <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> I mean, maybe they would have, and one of them would have got a hit on one of them from whatever rival shit at some point. So, sure, the death, but the meeting, I mean, that, that, you would have learned a few things. A few yeah, absolutely. Little, how yeah. you doing? Of course, you may as well. You know, hitman. Another hitman's got some more information on how to kill. Then you got to take it, haven't you? Yeah, it's like tradey swapping That's secrets. Like, so you can't pass up a free lunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> so should we dive into the first of the serial killers? Let's do it. I would suggest something has to be wrong with the helmet if you're going to be struck on the helmet and be injured like that. Well, I'll tell you what, Mikey, without the helmet, it'd been a lot worse. Yes, but the helmet is supposed to be doing all the protecting. That hasn't protected him all the way there our first serial killer that we have selected is a dude that we covered back in our second ever episode fucking way back in the day and we so just so happen to have a bit of memory yeah we, oh yeah that yeah sorry i was gonna say we was gonna mention that later on down here but i was like should we because we could still probably get in trouble for that. yeah true but we'll classify it as memorabilia yeah <laughs> <laughs> is but it is eric edgar cook Solid from Nightcrawler. He sounds like a cricketer as, as well. The, it does sound like yeah, a cricketer. Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> Cookie! Known as the Nightcrawler. He's from way back in 1931 to 1964. Nice. He was an Australian serial killer. He terrorised the city of Perth, which is our hometown. You can do it. Well, yeah, I can, I can speak words. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Cook's victims included, here we go, Gillian McPherson, Brian Weir, John Sturkey, George Walmsley, Shirley Martha, Constance Lucy Madrill. His funny old people names. That's, that's, a, fucking, that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful. A, that is a cool name. Check out Sounds this like one. A Disney name. Patricia Vinico Berkman. <laughs> that's just a complicated. Why are the parents yeah. doing that? Get a proper name, faggot. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't roll with your tongue, does it? That one. Did you try to spell it in primary school? Rosemary <laughs> and Rosemary Anderson. But yeah, his crimes were crazily like opportunistic, and he'd use varying methods. His, like, killing spree involved a like, bunch of seemingly unrelated hit-and-runs, stabbings, 
stranglings, shootings. Kill people as they'll nice. rob in their house and just kill them as they come home. Yeah. He was like... So, so, fucking... they, so he's un... they thought he's unrelated. That's yeah. clever, that is. Yeah. And he'd, wa- he'd just cruise yeah. around and he'd rob someone's house. They'd wake up. He'd strangle them with a lamp cord that they had next to them <laughs> and then fucking... Like, uh, two people were shot while sleeping without their homes being disturbed. He just walked in and fucking pop, pop. Well, the thing is, back then, no one locked their doors at all. Yeah, because it was he's... so fucking hot back in the yeah, day. Yeah, so he'd leave it open, well. let the Frio doctor, the breeze come in. After he started cruising around, people started the locking their doors. murderers in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So then the cra- one, one of the most hectic ones was fucking Cook got some lemonade from a refrigerator and he sat on the veranda drinking it. He then went in back into the house, like he'd just fucking come in and out all Richard Ramirez style while people were asleep and yeah. help himself. And he sounds he like then, that, yeah. Yeah, and then he went in, fucking strangled this cunt to death. After which he raped the corpse, dragged it into the neighbor's lawn Standard. out the front, and then sexually yes. penetrated it with an empty whiskey bottle, which he then left cradled in the victim's arms. So Lovely. like, sort nice. of jammed it up ass. in there. All no. Simply, simply. Yeah. And then uh, during the fucking, this is the craziest thing as well of like how they caught him. So he got caught in the most classic well, beforehand. Fucking, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the neighbors kept on washing off the blood from the crime scene. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll do the right thing and we'll clean up the front thing with all the blood no. before like detectives could real get in there and get all the evidence. So yeah. they were trying to be nice, do the right thing, but they were just washing away all the fucking evidence. So cops came up with a brilliant plan. Yeah. There's another one as well, though, before we get to that, where you just made me think of it, where people often left their cars fucking unlocked, so he'd go around and just, like, go into people's cars, get in and go for a bit of a cruise. Sometimes he'd do hit and runs with them, like, run people over. One time he ran this fucking chick down. She lived, but she got, like, permanent brain damage and was all fucked up, but then he'd, like, drive the car back and just leave it where it was and just wander off again. (laughs) <laughs> just like he just used people's cars. He's living, he's, back in the day, he's living his best life. Yeah. He's living his best life. <laughs> but then, the so dream, the way man. the way they caught him is fucking classic. They found a gun in a bush the that bushes. they'd been looking for out in the bushes, and they were like doing a bit of detective work, cruising around. And in this bush off a fucking highway, they I found it was in this, someone's garden. But yeah, no, no, it was just yeah, off the was, road in this yeah. bush, and they were like, "Oh, what the fuck? This is a bit bizarre. Maybe this is related." So they took the gun away but they replaced it with one that it had the firing pin removed and it was like rendered inoperable and they tied it to they actually tied it to the tree with fishing line and they were like we'll wait for someone to come back and try and grab it and wander off with it and then we'll run in and fucking grab them and so they just waited across the road for like seven days for fucking ages just sitting there like punching darts yeah just fucking sitting there in like the blistering Aussie heat in their old school like wool fucking police uniforms being like this is fucking bullshit isn't it this is fucked up (laughs) it ain't coming back and then eventually the fucking old mate rocks up walks over tries to grab the gun and they're like what are you doing can't run over grab him and yeah that was Eric Edgar Cook <laughs> they went fishing for a murderer yeah and they caught him and <laughs> yeah, literally he was, caught him yeah. he was Tied the uh, last man to be hanged in Western Australia in Fremantle prison oh was he do you, yeah. do, you don't do that now do you boys you don't, you don't, nah. you don't no kill we don't have capital no more nah, not anymore but they yeah, did we, want it back we, at one we point may, we may Good actually have one of his old uh, grave markers it was an old school fucking relic from back in the day. Well, you you may actually have it or may or may not. Yeah, I don't know. Someone <laughs> told me that in a room. We may or may not have. I can neither, oh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. We cannot. <laughs> it's just a vicious rumour. Excellent, excellent. So that's, we, first, we that's, that's Eric Edgar Cook. 
That's our first one. All right, we'll we'll, we'll jump into our uh, into our um, first serial killer. Who's uh, into it? And it'd be, I think it'd be ru- I think it'd be rude not to go with Dennis Nelson here, the Mandarin, technically brilliant member of the squad, yeah. utilising ingenuity to evade capture for you know a fairly. He was an ex-army dude. I think he was a, sh- uh, a chef or a butcher in the army, so he knew he, he knew how to use a knife, which proved to be useful in Guns later life. Show think, knives for a pro. <laughs> That's the fella. Killed 15 men, mostly by strangulation and a few by drowning. What he'd do is he'd meet up with them at the Colern Pur, where three, where two of the serial killers actually um, operated. Michael Lupo and Colin Island used to operate at the same pub that Dennis Nilsson did. It was did. like a, a serial killer pub. Yeah, serial killer <laughs> the supermarket. The hangout, the local fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have like the miners' pubs and stuff you used to have. You've got like the serial yeah. killers' pubs. <laughs> so what he'd do is he'd get, he'd get people back to his house and get them um, paralytic, dr- pissed out of their fucking head. And when they'd pass out... He'd just put their head in a bucket of water and just leave them to die. If they came round, he'd hold them. He'd, he'd hold them down. But he didn't like the act of killing. He, he told police it was something that he didn't enjoy. I think Dharma was like that as well. He didn't like killing people. Why did he keep it was doing that? Me- product. He like, yeah, well, it he was, was a means, like, it means to it, get to an end, wasn't it? Yeah, he wanted yeah. the result. He wanted the end product of it all. He didn't like the fucking process. He wasn't yeah. a process killer. He was he, a product killer. Yeah, there yeah. you go. He, uh, his, his ultimate goal was to, um, That's to such have a, a, a lifeless... Thing, Unresponsive body that he could uh, do he could what have he his way with. with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He used to take baths with dead bodies. Like you know, he'd, he'd fuck them too. Obviously, obviously, he was fascinated oh. with the idea. I, I don't know why. Why people would be, you know, obsessed with the idea of an unresponsive body. I mean, or just do the was. Bill Cosby and just drug him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, should have done that. That would have been much Easy. better for everybody. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, he used to, used to um, like sort of like sleep with them, didn't they? And like like t- whisper into their ears, even though they're dead. Like, like I love you and yeah, all this. Sweet nothing all night long. She's not freaky at all. The the neck. Neck. I'm was, sorry, baby. I didn't, I didn't mean to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One fella called Stephen Sinclair. He he kept his body for months in his bed. Would Ew. position mirrors, position Ew. mirrors around That's his unhygienic. room. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he could uh, <laughs> ec- like observe his necrophile activities from different angles simultaneously. So he could watch himself fucking a mouldy old corpse from four angles at the same time. Yeah, really mouldy old police, corpse. That's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> time. He told police that he could feel Stephen Sinclair's presence in his prison cell with him at all times, which isn't creepy at all. No, so why did he like that one more than the other one? The other people who killed him? He must have been fit, pretty lad or something. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. Do you know what I mean? His spirit's with me. He stored co- corpses under the floorboards, kept one down there for seven months. People were Ugh. obviously Wouldn't complaining that be about by the then smell. Or you are the, yeah, what he used to do is to, to try and combat the smell but yet keep the bodies for as long as he could. I mean, he's a clever fella. He figured out that, you know, it's the wet, squishy bits that tend to rot the quick the quick the most. So what he'd do is he'd take the organs out in the kitchen, he'd just dismember them, either chuck them over the fence at the bottom of his garden or uh, flush them down his toilet, let the foxes eat it, and then he'd leave the hollowed-out body but and he, he'd fuck them. He, he yeah, I mean, that's what he used to do. Clever. He used, to, he used to burn the bodies as well, but he started off before we worked that out fully. He started just burning the whole bodies, and he said he, he could be there for hours upon hours upon hours, you know, keeping around this fire while, you know, the body's still trying to burn. It's not burning full because it's, cause it's full of moisture. <laughs> so he actually learned then to take out, out the, the insides. And he just said he used to just fuck it off into a bush for, like, yeah. the foxes to have and all that. And then yeah. he'd burn the bodies after. 
in broad daylight in London. Yeah, yeah, used to just throw do car it, tires on, didn't they? To yeah. try and cover the smell. Up. Imagine having to get you, you, you're like the neighbours. You go, fucking, hell, is he having another fucking barbecue or bonfire? <laughs> That's or a bloody good effort. Just in the middle of Someone's August. Up a bit of Why is he having a bonfire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this cunt yeah. can't cook steak for fucking shit. There's black smoke coming <laughs> yeah. out everywhere. He's <laughs> been he's been cooking that carcass for hours now. Yeah. <laughs> Long and slow, baby. Long and slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. He told the police he didn't actually know how many people he killed. He, they went, how many have you done? He was like, 12, 16, don't know. It's, a, it's yeah. around that. I'm sure yeah. we'll get through it eventually. Give us Solid performance. <laughs> yeah, solid performance. <laughs> he, he got caught, didn't he, basically, because he was flushing bits down the toilet, um, parts of bodies, bones, all sorts. Um, they had a, a drainage fella come out um, from one of the neighbours because was he, I think he was in an apartment, wasn't he? Or something? Yeah, he moved from a flat to an apartment because when he when he, sorry he moved from a house to an apartment because when he was in a house he had room under the floorboards and loads of storage space and a back garden. Yeah. So to try and curb to try and curb his killing, he moved into into a flat. <laughs> yeah, he moved into a flat. And then <laughs> Didn't work. Obviously, cold turkey yeah, ain't then. Yeah, and then, and then um, obviously the drains got blocked. We and obviously it backs up on everyone in, who lives in the apartments and. Um, Someone called out um, someone to sort it out. And Diner Rod or some shit. Yeah, some sort of company like that. And they, they went down and the fellow went down there and it was like like bones and all sorts of shit that he pulled out. And he, he obviously kept it quiet at first because he knew something was up. He didn't want to come out and say to the people of the apartments. That, Clever uh, girl. Oh, there's human remains down here. So he he, stalked, he he picked him out and put him on the side in the um in the like the drainage down area. the manhole. So it, so it's all there. So he was going to get the police to come. And the, the next day the police came and all the bones were gone. And apparently yeah. Nil, uh, Nilsson was up in the night um, removing the bones from the uh, drain because <laughs> he he'd know why the bloody plumber you was there. You fucking cheeky devil! Yeah, you. he tried. Yeah, cheeky. <laughs> Didn't he say he thought it was KFC? The bloke went, "What's all this down here?" And he was like, "I think it's uh, someone looks like they've chicken. been flushing KFC yeah, down yeah. the toilet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to blame it on KFC. Some some monster chickens <laughs> they, out there. They probably killed more people than Dennis Nilsson. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's it. Every day. Oh, so that's I love that Nelson. sweet, sweet Colonel. That's a good. That's a solid yeah. Nelson. I like that. When he got caught as well, though, when he got caught as well, he he just went, yeah, just you know, oh yeah, I did. Didn't yeah, try, what are you didn't try and hide it. He left like a note and stuff, and was like, yeah, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I did an oopsie. Fair whatever. Yeah. Signed the serial killer. Whoops. <laughs> I did a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Yolo. All right. We'll dive right into our next one then. I'm going to see if Just I can lay, lay a little trap for you here and see if you fall into it, all right? Well, now they're not going to. Yeah, no, no. We'll see because it's... it's, it's I don't I'm, know, I might do. But if I, if I, I may you, just walk into it for a laugh. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> for a bit of a gaff. There's some serial killers out there with pretty famous names, right? If I was to say that our next serial killer's name was John Wayne... Last name starts with G. Who do you think it is? Well, it's well the trap's going to be Gacy. <laughs> yeah, it's like QI. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I got him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, now I remember Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember Stephen oh, Fry's got cancer. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, it's uh, John Wayne Glover. Have you seen this? Have you heard Glover. about this? I like it. Donald Glover, he's actually a bad person. <laughs> he's a bad person. So, John, Wayne, John Wayne Glover was an Australian serial killer convicted of the murders of six elderly women. He was known as right. the Granny Killer. 
hot. Oh, nice. Just because he's slaying them bitches. Yeah. He was just a fucking. He was just a killer with the grannies. Yeah. He just loved that gilf pussy. That sick poon. Well, be a bit more sloppy than that. that maybe that a bit dry. That dry pussy. Yeah. yeah. That sandpapery <laughs> wallet. Drier than a nun's cunt. <laughs> Comes out red raw. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweaty axe wound. All right. Over Hot. a year, six elderly women died as a result of bashing with a claw hammer and ritual strangulation with the victim's pantyhose, tied in a bow. Nice. They were all from the lower North Shore. Their skirts were pulled up over their heads, legs were splayed wide, and their shoes were placed neatly alongside the bodies. They represented, apparently, both his mother and his mother-in-law. Ah, He'd classic. kill a lot of fucking people, but they all basically just looked like his elderly relatives that he was like, oh, fucking yeah. hate these kind That of could have been Eminem if he didn't start rapping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just didn't find the right... <laughs> Skeletons in my closet! He didn't seize the moment. <laughs> all his victims were strangers except the last one. He was also charged with attempted murder, indecent assault, robbery with wounding and assault and robbery. He had a long a history of teenage delinquency, lying, stealing, peeping Tom activity, whole bunch of fucking bullshit. Tick, tick, tick. Yep. It's all lined up. So, like, a lot of his killings were, like, held dark where he'd just follow women home from the local IGA, which is our little greengrocers, fucking delis, whatever. He'd be, like, fucking... Independent Growers Association. Yeah, those fucking... That old we call it Igger. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds like nigger, it's fun. <laughs> so he'd be sitting there and he'd do the old like, oh, hello, love, would you like a hand with your groceries? Oh, I'd absolutely love it, sonny, oh, thank let me, you. Let me hold that fucking... Are you got any pantyhose on? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me before you kill me, I haven't yeah. had it in oh, years. Oh, harder, daddy, harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, no, dear. yeah, so he'd just like... Some kids were coming down this fucking stairwell one day from this little apartment complex, which is like an old person's home, and they walked down, and there was like a fuckload of blood laying there, and the woman was there with her head all split open, and her fucking pantyhose up, and they were like, oh, maybe she's That'll falling do down it. the stairs, that's horrible. <laughs> and it was the... <laughs> falling down the stairs, again, police excuse. <laughs> and again, in classic Australian fucking... Uh, chivalry fucking nice neighborly attitude yeah, and nice all neighbor, the yeah. old ladies all the fucking people and the groundskeepers always wash the blood away before the fucking detectives would get it's there like, oh this is terrible it's a tragic accident we'll we'll clean it up for the family so they don't have to see all the bad blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way they the way they'd figure Suppose it out is we like, buried it for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's the body oh we got rid of it long time ago i don't know <laughs> yeah. we got what'd you do that just in the way it was Frosted on a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> he asked, he was really polite. He bought me some eggs from his chickens, you know. So I thought, I'll give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> so he was eventually caught and he committed suicide. Classic, classic fucking opting Always out. Away. But this is where we get the crazy little fucking mystery that comes in. You ready for a bit of... I haven't heard this, no. Savvy. Finally, uh, just days before he committed suicide, he gave a sketch to one of his last visitors, right? Mm-hmm. And the sketch right. was of a little scene of a park, but there was two little palm trees in it. And Glover pointed out to the visitor in the middle of the right-hand palm tree, there was a number nine. Number and it nine? can be seen oh, between nine. the leaves and the branches. And the nine is believed to represent either the number of murders that Glover committed or the number of unsolved murders still out there, because he was only done for Ooh. six. So there's every chance so that that's meant ah. to be there's another three, or there's additionally another nine, and it was 15 altogether, because there's a fuckload of missing women between that same period that were all, like, bashed with hammers. And I'll debunk that right now. Unless he was going out there and updating it <laughs> every after every fucking murder, you know, what if he got caught? I mean, he could have done his last murder, gone and updated it, and then got caught. What do you mean? 
Well, who put the nine there? It's, it's not actually physically in the park. It's just a drawing oh, with okay. a nine in it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Forget <laughs> everything I just said. Yeah, it makes me like no that, sense. It's meant to be that that park is maybe a real place out there, but not that there's a nine floating in the air between the leaves. I thought like, you meant. I thought like he like <laughs> nailed like a thing to the fucking palm tree with a number nine. I was like, what do you mean? Classic, classic shenanigans. <laughs> so that's John Wayne Glover, not old mate Gacy. But yeah, he was known as the Granny Killer. Just bashed bitches around with a claw hammer and did a bit of diddling with their punanos. Yumbo, uh, you got to win, yeah. You got to. Well, our, our next, uh, our next serial killer, he did commit suicide as well so it's quite fit but he wasn't he Classic. wasn't a fiddler in any way this is um, Dr. Harold Shipman he's a good all rounder a fantastic batting oh. average and he's going to be a tough one to beat number wise yeah. I think yeah. he's got the highest batting average I think yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this fella you want out batting for you yeah, he's one of the most prolific serial killers in possibly the world. Suspected of 260-plus killings, but he was only convicted Woo! for 15. No real gore, so to speak of, but, you know, he makes up for it in the numbers. What he did is he dispatched... Most of his victims were old-age pensioners. He took them out with lethal injection. Very clean, technical player in the squad. Ah, angel of death, was he? But yes. That's yes. the fella, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, he was cut down in his prime. He got busted when an employee at his surgery was concerned with the amount of old people dying in his care because he was he was signing or requesting off this off his like uh, off his um, off his clerk shitloads of death certificates. And they were like, "What the? Why the fuck? Have, why why we have a shit a doctor? You're a useless doctor." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he was just trying to put people down, like euthanasia. I think he's a yeah. bit misunderstood. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what I mean. That's what happens with like some angel of deaths. You know, they think they're doing the right thing. So they're like, oh, well, you're a bit of a burden on society. There's a tribe in Africa that does that shit when someone becomes a bit of a... Yeah, they a, sneak up behind them and just like, fucking clump them to death. So like, everyone's always just watching their backs. They're always just like, as soon as you turn like 35, you're yeah. blowing out your birthday I mean, everyone knows like, it's going to die. Get out of here. Yeah, they know it's going to happen and they're all real friendly. And then that point just happens where you're old, it's just fucking... Because it's not as enough resources. <laughs> I think you're right, Jack. Honestly, I do think he thought he was doing a service. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the local undertaker, he had like, because it's like a doctor's surgery, they've got like um, a specific local undertaker that would work for him. And the undertaker was starting to notice that a lot of old patients were, were pegging it pretty pretty quickly, <laughs> like an alarming rate. He actually, um, he actually noticed patterns. He was pay- paying attention. And over a course of a few months, jotted down what he saw and he, he noticed that all the patients he was picking up were, were dead in, the, in similar positions sitting upright in chairs and all fully clothed so it wasn't <laughs> like they were dropping down dead in the they shower positioned or in a way. having a shit yeah, or some yeah. weird other ways it was all the same yeah. scenario taking a tumble popping your hip that's it septic done yeah, yeah just yeah. Sit, sit down here I'll give you a shot for pain and what did you use no he used morphine Oh, oh, what a great way to go. Fucking heroin OD. Yeah. Sick. Uh, exactly. yeah, 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 man, yeah. Big shot ride of heroin. That, Not ride bad. that green dragon into Fucking, oblivion. Yeah, take him on that dragon. <laughs> Have this green dragon, you old bitch. It was a clever cunt because <laughs> he was advising victim family members. He was, t- he was telling the families that, you know, you don't need an autopsy. I mean, you don't want to chop up your grand who you leave it be. Because he was a doctor and the victims were old when they died or were ill. He could waver the autopsy, so he kind of figured a loophole around it. Because people Cheeky trusted devil. him. He was a doctor. Yeah, man. Uh, um, police found out during the investigations that Shipman was changing patients' medical records on his computer after they died, giving them symptoms that they didn't have to cover <laughs> his tracks. <laughs> ah, Stra- strangely, this See? patient's liver has started producing morphine at quantities that would <laughs> yeah, yeah, be yeah. bad for the health. It appears that they drowned in their lungs. <laughs> See, that's why you use <laughs> potassium. It just stops your heart. Same as crash syndrome, you know? You just fucking... Oh, right. 
Yeah. You knock them out and then you stuff their mouth with a bit of frozen ice fucking out of the freezer so that by the time they suffocate, their body heat melts that residual ice and it looks like they tumbled and fell over and died. Is there something you want to tell us, Sean? You think <laughs> to know a little bit. Yeah, this, this, this sounds a bit too good. <laughs> but during the investigation, they had to dig up a, a shitload of bodies because they didn't know how many he'd killed. And um, in the autopsies of, the, of these, you know, rotten old, old fucking hags that had been buried for three or four <laughs> years, they found huge amounts of morphine. And they were like, yeah, you've fucking done it. But unfortunately, like we say, killed himself during the investigation. His crime spanned 22 years. So he had pretty good innings. And his, his good batting average is fucking tremendous. 60 not out. Yeah, the bloody Don good. Bradman of uh, fucking... English Test cricket. I don't know any English cricketers. Uh, Cummingham, I think, <laughs> is a pretty a good battle. He was a silent one, wasn't he? So he, he was like, obviously done really well. Like you say, he got could have two hundred and sixty runs, but no one really talked about him for yeah. some reason. Yeah, because he didn't do. Hammer. Maybe, maybe, maybe he, he wasn't was the like, odd one of the yeah, bunch. There's no shock good. factor. Yeah, there's no gore there where he wasn't like fucking raping yeah. dead bodies yeah. or some shit. So everyone's like, <laughs> no, oh, he was. Pro- it, everyone's like, he was probably a good guy. I can see where he was coming from. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's to say that the patients didn't say, yeah, doctor, doctor, give me the news. Uh, I got nothing, but no, I, I euthanasia me. Got a bad gas Get it. and gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got this new thing called euthanasia. Um, you may not have heard of it, but it's, yeah. it'll be good for you. <laughs> yeah, she won't know no more. Just but sign this waiver. Stop the problem coming to was me, they, that they replaced the bingo forms that were usually there with the like euthanasia forms they just brought in. So <laughs> they signed the wrong ones. Just going, oh yeah, fucking sweet. Yeah, I'll yeah, sign yeah, off on that. Crafty fox. <laughs> <laughs> so that's old shipman. All right, we'll show I'll, man, di- I'll dive right into our next one. Then, now, you guys might be a little bit scared of this guy because yeah. he's, he's dangerous to your type you, of yeah, people. Yeah, well, see, see how you, oh, you, you, you just batted 260 not out. Well, this guy was pretty good at catching British backpackers out. Damn right. <laughs> so you can <laughs> ah, Right. So, <laughs> old, mate, old mate Ivan Malat. Classic Wolf Creek based on that. Yep, so the backpacker murders were a spate of serial killings that took place in New South Wales, Australia between 1989 and 1993. The bodies of seven missing young people aged 19 to 22 were discovered partially buried in the Belango State Forest, 15 kilometres or 9.3 miles southwest of New South Wales. Five of the victims were foreign backpackers, two British, three German. Two others were also from Australia. For the murders of all of the fucking associated victims, I'm not going to go through the whole list of fucking people. There's a few standout bits of how he used one for target practice. Yeah, because there was like one that almost got, <laughs> one almost got away and oh, then yeah, he yeah. shot him down with this fucking 22 while they were running and shit. One dude had 10 nice. gunshot wounds in his head. Um, another was ten. stabbed 14 times. She'd been stabbed four times in the chest, one in the neck and nine times in the back. So he was in a frenzy and uh, was it Clark. Was, yeah. yeah. Killed him, tied him up to a tree, pop, pop in the head. Damn, I'm getting good at this. (laughs) (laughs) Stiffy all the way. Yeah, so he was sentenced fucking basically for all these life sentences which run concurrently, so he's going to live out his entire life without the possibility of parole. He's He's still alive, he's 74. Yeah, Yeah, he's 74. He fucking, what did he cut off? Didn't he cut something off all Van Gogh style? That's right, he cut his his finger, his pinky off with a plastic knife in jail and tried to post it to the magistrate. Yeah. That's some dedication. Yeah. That's hardcore. Because he's not allowed any like actual cutlery, so he was so pissed off that it was about that he couldn't get a hearing with something that he wanted, and so he was yeah. like, fuck this, so he used a plastic knife to saw his pinky off. I mean, that's he, hardcore and then right he there. Put it, he got is, it. How long was he sawing for? Yeah. Longer than 127 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
brilliant. Yeah, and then he like he wrapped it up in something and put it in an envelope and sent it off to the magistrates, but they intercepted it just yep. before it got there and they were like, Why is there a fucking finger in this fucking envelope? <laughs> they're like, We're not gonna they took him that. to the hospital, not sewing it back on. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's still alive today. But yeah, he's the dude that like Wolf Creek's based on and He's a fucking infamous motherfucker. Yeah, and his dickhead fucking great nephew, uh, Matthew Malat, and his friend uh, Cohen Klein, both aged 19, uh, were sentenced to 43 years and 32 years, uh, respectively, for murdering uh, David uh, Orcheloin on his 17th birthday, the poor fucker, um, with an axe in... uh, Happy birthday. Yeah, boy, it's horrible. Bellingo State Forest, Forest, the same place he was. I wanted to do a copycat killer. Why would you idolise your uncle that's a fuckwit? But... I've seen Honestly, pictures of they the, did that. I remember, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I remember when this happened. It was in 2012. Um, I remember seeing photos of them, and they're just your your standard fucking bogans with a ratty and a mullet, and you know, big G unit oh. shirt and boardies on, driving around in a fucking SS Ute. It's like fuck off. It's like a swamp person. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what you can't call chavs, chavs, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't beat a chav. Geordies a bogan. or bogan? Yeah. yeah. Just the rednecks of Australia. You've just put, you've just put chavs with Geordies. You've got to piss off the whole of Newcastle now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Why well, <laughs> have got that difference in different you know, dialects? Those, those English towns. people. Yeah, the English. <laughs> English folks. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> scousers. They're all the same to me. Live, live, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fuck it, I. But Malat, yeah, good dude. It's time we overthrow this yoke of British tyranny. I agree. We'll yeah. fucking sail in with our red ensign, motherfucker. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, right, yeah, that's, I, that's that either Malat. Game down, flip it and reverse right. it. Do it. Well, we'll, ju- we'll jump in now with our... I think this, is this our final series? Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah. Then we're yeah, getting hardcore, uh, boys. This is yeah. this is Steve Wright, aka the the Suffolk Strangler, not the radio presenter. No, we've got a radio presenter called yeah. Steve Wright, not to be mistaken. We have a great Kill artist fo- from uh, uh, what is it, South Australia, called Stevie Wright. Wrote that song, Eve, 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 let your head down. So we all have a Stevie England, Wright. Yeah, oh, fucking all one of ours is fucking Rolf Harris. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he killed five hookers between uh, the 30th of October and the 10th of December 2006. So it's six weeks, man. He went on a bit of a rampage. It's like he almost was a spree killer there. Close Close enough to it, isn't it, really? Apparently, this is is one for the girls. He was fucking hookers because his missus, his wife at the time, wouldn't have sex with him. Apparently, he just got a little bit out of hand, well, you know what I mean? He had a stiffy, couldn't shift. So women, yeah, open their legs every now and Really, she's the, yeah. she's the murderer. She's the real She's the real murderer. Responsibility <laughs> lies at the foot of her minge. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he actually knew some of the um, the prostitutes he killed because he was, he was obviously a regular to them, fucking them all the time. All the victims were in Ipswich, which... Um, at the time, scared the town shitless because this is happening in pretty rapid succession. His victims were aged between 19 and 29, and his preferred method of killing was asphyxiation and strangulation. And he crushed one's woman, one woman's throat with his thumbs. Oh, he's, he's, he's proper fucking. Ah, I'm not messing around, yeah. He ain't messing around, is he? Another one of his victims was three months pregnant when he obviously uh, dispatched her uh, and then raped well, her as well. So he's a bit of a. When can't you have an abortion anymore? Uh, the, when the baby's born. Third trimester. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> I mean, it comes out. You can still get rid of it. Pick it yeah. up by the ankle I mean, and bash it off a wall. Technically, if you want what's the... what's an abortion? I mean, really, if you're arguing. Yeah. Semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just. <laughs> Are we trying to save the mother's life too? No, no, no. It don't matter. Surplus <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <her laughs> <fault>. requirement. <laughs> uh, if we just refer to all the, the, all the bodies were, abortions, um, it's fine. <laughs> all the bodies were dumped in woodlands and in streams and what he did he had like a little calling card he liked to strip the bodies completely naked and display their corpses in a crucifix position 
That's like cool. That. That's, yeah. that's cool. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, it is, isn't it, man? Bit arty. I like are it. We, are we are we talking <laughs> a little bit? Of, are they, oh, I suppose they're horizontal, so you can't really tell if it's an inverted. Yeah, or just regular. lying them down. Like some of them were in water for like days on end. Uh, he was busted when they obviously got some spunk off victims' clothing or off their chest or whatever. Matched it to, to his DNA, and that was it. Rap for him. Found guilty. Sentenced to a high lot, whole life tariff. So he's not gonna he's not gonna get out. He's appealed against it. And why do yeah. they always do that? Yeah, just to prolong it, just so it costs more money to fucking piss everyone. Probably, probably is to try and annoy everyone, isn't it? That's probably what it's about. Shit, why why doesn't some serial killer just start a bloody podcast in prison if you get a life sentence and just learn heaps of stuff? Be like a Dan Carlin in prison, be a history motherfucker. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I said we had an episode this week, uh, this year of fucking. um, What did we? We predicted our death pool for 2019, and then we also had like a. I said that this year was probably going to be the first year that someone that, like, has a podcast becomes their own serial killer sort of thing. Like, you know, there's that right. many people out there doing podcasts that someone out there is going to be one that's actually also killing people and someone will it's get got, arrested. It's got to be in there. Yeah. It's and it'll be, be, it'll and be it's like, probably oh, like, probably like their... It's probably like their turn on, isn't it? The fact that yeah, they're talking they're about... they're talking about... They'll um, be like, oh, there's also... Have you heard there was another killing related heard about to this? the unsolved yeah, yeah. Yeah, murder of this fucking cunt? And they'll be like, oh, then it'll be on the news such as host of fucking, you know, stab cast gets fucking found yeah. guilty of fucking 37 murders and rapes or something. Necropod. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve Wright is actually a lot of cold cases um got uh, got reopened when when he was busted, you know, suspected yeah. women killing and you know, they opened a lot of cases. And one of them was the case of Susie Lamplu and it probably doesn't mean a lot to you guys, but she may may be buried about 3 mile, could be three mile away, four mile away from where we we actually Ooh. recording this now Ooh. because there's a house. You remember that one? It was last year, about yeah, four, yeah, four yeah. months ago. They dug up a house, which is, I don't know, yeah, probably three or four mile away, digging up the garden. They took down a um, some form of outhouse and we're looking under the under the ground like, for the like body of this woman. Like, like a shed thing, just basically. They've sort of ripped that out of the way and tried to find this body. Yeah. Why don't they, they use what they did know, with They didn't um, find anything. They didn't, though. Fucking... Because just not looking hard enough. No, use what they did with uh, Rose, uh, Fred and Rosemary fucking steak or whatever it was. West. Um, the <laughs> sonar ground penetrating thing. Fred to just Rosemary run over it. Then you don't need to dig all that shit up. Uh, I just wanted to. Insurance job, fuckers. Yeah. Insurance job, I reckon then. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the person of the, who owns the house now, the reporters were offering her loads of money to, to sleep in that bedroom looking over the garden so they could have the first pictures of anything, if it's found, pulled out oh. the ground. That's brilliant. The, That's uh, brilliant. That's good the investigative prime suspect, journalism. The, pr- the prime suspect in Susie Lamplew's case is not Steve Wright, but they did look into him. I'm not going to mention who the uh, the prime suspect is, but I may you, or may not you. have been drinking with a relative of his on, a numerous, oh. on numerous occasions. <laughs> and I, I, the one with, the, with that body went missing, I believe. I think Dad knew him. Knew yeah. our, our father knew him. Our father in who out of heaven. <laughs> yeah. He used, like, he used to say he was a bit odd at school, but he was quite funny. Yeah, man, it's close, isn't it? So, it's all so that's, I think that rounds out our serial killers, then, fellas. That's I believe that's it. That is loose. serial killers. That is some interesting shit. <laughs> all right, shall we fucking move on to our 
two of our uh, what is it? Fucking spree killers. Spree killers. This is where the fun begins, yeah, boys. This, this is where we get interesting. <laughs> this is no grand theft auto. I'm just, I'm just still, I'm just sitting here waiting to get to old mates in our fucking weirdo pedo category. Oh we, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We've got a fucking Titans here. We've got a fucking spin bowler coming in out of nowhere. A fucking spin bowler. Yeah. Oh, we the main award that one, isn't it? Fucking Shane Warne. <laughs> Shane Warne, his first fucking test bowler of the cricket, where it fucking swings around, bounces behind the dude, and goes whack right into the wickets. <laughs> This is whew, coming at you like a bang. Oh, it's, but, uh, it's on a pie with that. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Until then, we have our first spree killer. Yosef. Yosef. Schwab. What a spree dude. killer. Fella. A spree killer who may be better known as the Kimberley Killer. So the Kimberleys is an area up north in the top end of WA, Northern Territory. Might have heard of Broome, like a bit further north of that. Big fucking dope-ass national park. you got all these wicked fucking I thought he just killed loads of Kimberleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he basically went around specifically looking for women that were named yeah. Kimberley. Are you Kimberley? Right, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Kimberley area is named after the Kimberley area in South Africa where they have heaps of diamonds because they've got Argyle Diamond Mine up in the Kimberleys there, so they named it after, after that because they found lots of diamonds. There you go. Nice. The biggest producer producer of pink diamonds in the world. That's my Jeremy Clarkson <laughs> just there. Geology 101. Yeah. Woo. All right. So he was a fucking crazy cunt spree killer. His first victims were Marcus and Lance Bullen, who were a father and son. They were shot dead with a high-powered rifle on the 9th of June while scouting for a fishing location on the banks of the Victoria River. Their bodies were later found in a shallow grave. Just five days later... Three more tourists, Philip Charles Walkmeyer, his fiancée Julie Ann Warren and their friend Terry Kent Bolt, were shot dead in similar circumstances at the Pentecost River crossing near Wyndham, Western Australia. Shaw drove their vehicle... rifle practice. Yeah, he's just going he's doing good. nuts out in the middle of nowhere. He's doing good. He's doing good. Fuck got himself a 303, just fucking... Pop, pop. Shaw, uh, Schwab <laughs> drove their vehicle away from the scene and then set it on fire. So he's out in the middle of nowhere and there's just this big fucking four-wheel drive burning out in the middle of nowhere. So the closest fucking major city to there is where we are, Perth. So, so flying there is four hours. Three, yeah, it three takes and a half about hours, yeah, yeah. four hours fucking flight to get up there from Perth. They sent a bunch of just fucking... middle of nowhere. Yeah, right <laughs> up in the middle of fucking desert. Bumfuck, bum fuck, way out, whoop whoop. <laughs> Tactical response group TR. and an officer from the forensic division, so the old TRG, which are the cunts in their full SWAT gear and shit, they go out there with a fucking helicopter and they get flown out there in a chartered aircraft from Perth to Kununara, which is the nearest fucking airport, and then they go off and one of the fucking helicopters sees a fucking um, four-wheel drive fucking burning all down there and they're like, oh, what the fuck is that? He goes back and Spots like another vehicle all camouflaged, like all fucking like with a net over camouflage it, netting and all fucking sniper nested out and shit. And the police yes. are all, police police are all like, all right, what the fuck's going on here? Is this this cunt we're looking for? They approach it <laughs> and it's like just it. and it's just like fucking shit out from behind his forerunner, isn't he? Yeah, he's got all so like really got gunfight. He's got all yeah. like guns set up. He's got a Ruger Mini areas. 14 and a 223 semi-auto rifle. Yeah, so he can oh, so like the geese weren't messing around. Yeah, so no, he can he ain't pop, fucking spiders. Pop not here to fuck spiders. So he can pop back and forth <laughs> yeah. and like he fucking they try and float. They try and do like flush him out with a fucking low flyby. They do the whole buzzing him. And he's, he's all like fucking, 
fucking Rambo. Should have dropped a bit of napalm on him. Oh, well, you'll see. You'll see. So, yeah, he's all like, well, gee, what, what have you got? Because the last bit I've got is how he dies at the end, but you can fucking... Um, you keep going. I've got exactly what you got. All right. Well, yeah, he fucking... He's all pop, pop, non-stop of stainless steel up into the uh, aeroplane as his fucking helicopters, all this fucking craziness is going on. Because of the fucking crazy amount of ammunition flying out everywhere, a fire starts, and it, like, starts oh, spreading right. through all the fucking grassland everywhere. Jesus Christ, he's and not they, missing... They think he's still got a hostage, maybe, because they can see someone in the car, and they're like, oh, no, fucking, rah, rah, rah. but then there's a fucking dead cunt in there anyway, it's all fucked, and nothing's going <laughs> on. Got all, in yeah, so they're all fucked, and then they're, it's like Vietnam, there's all, like, fire, smoke, cunts are all <laughs> yeah. fucking popping rounds off, there's helicopters flying through and shit. <laughs> planes <laughs> busting over, trying yeah, to get a bloody... Yeah, planes are just going... Just blasting the fucking napalm effects are going off, fucking people are like, Charlie and the trees, Charlie and the trees! <laughs> and then, but yeah, he basically just runs out and goes fucking full metal jacket style, runs out and he's like, suck yes. my fuck, coppers, and goes like, fucking, starts popping rounds off and they just take him down, like fucking six cops pop up out of the grass in different areas and they're just like, but now, blaze of glory. Yeah. The craziest thing, police later identified the gunman, Joseph Swab. He's a 26-year-old German tourist, a security guard in his native country. He's not even from Australia. Yeah, his motives are wow. unknown. But Curveball, he's one of our biggest spree killers we've had, apart from one of the biggest other ones that we would know of. Yeah. Um, they don't know what he did it, so I reckon, you know, he just had a fucking psychotic episode and just fucking started popping, chopping. Chopping. Yeah, he thought, fuck it. I'm just going to murder everyone in, you know, where no one can get to me really quick. Start a mini war zone. <laughs> there's no one yeah. up there. There's fucking no one up there. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, there's a, a just a, a few years ago, a couple of prospectors went dis, uh, disappeared. My dad uh, knew the people because he'd worked with Whoa. them. Um, there was a bloke that uh, dropped him off on a four wheel uh, motorbike and then dropped him off to their area and then he went back he was the last person to see him alive haven't found the bodies but there's fucking mine shafts and shit everywhere but you'd expect oh, one no. person to fall down and not the other so there's a but they don't know they can't yeah, prove if he killed him or not it's crazy shit it's empty it's empty fucking out hell. there well I suppose that it's such a wide open space to find yeah. the body after that amount of time but with animals pretty fucking difficult I would imagine yeah. well even be, down here in Perth they have a few days they're going to be ripped apart aren't they by yeah. animals yeah yeah Straight up, they still haven't found her. It's a wide brown victim. country of, uh, what is it, Claremont Killer. Still haven't found her. Yeah, with Sarah Spears. Still yeah. missing her body. That's just... Yeah, it. so that's our first Ooh. spree killer. It's, pro- it's, probably, it's probably one of the best places, isn't it, really, to, to get away with a murder in oh, Australia. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. The, the, as a sense, if, if you can get people to come to the centre of Australia and start <laughs> doing a spree there, you, you, you could be doing it for hours before anyone even clocks it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just fucking buy your own you can, kit helicopter, can, fly you, out over the Simpson Desert and just fucking whoop, and then just head on back. Yeah, <laughs> no one will that's find it, him. yeah. It's the place to go if you're going to do some sort of mass murdering spree. So we'll jump in with our with our uh, our first spree killer. Yeah, and yeah this let's is, do um, it. This is, this is Derek Bird. Uh, he, he's, he's a geezer that you're going to play on the field if you're, uh, if you're behind and you need runs fast. Ooh, so he, on the 2nd of yeah. June 2010, he killed 12 random people and shot another... 11 with a 12 gauge shotgun and a bolt action rifle yeah. which is pretty Ugh. fucking messy a 12 yeah. gauge and he was yeah. just doing it in broad daylight in the streets <coughs> just bowling round just the going fuck did this, this happen yeah yeah 
Oh, damn it. This is 2010. 2010, this was. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was doing my apprenticeship. I should have heard about that. Huh. He, he, was, he was popping heads with shotguns, man, and blasting limbs off. So he started <laughs> killing in the, uh, in the early hours of the morning. And be- I think it was because of that. Because it was, I mean, it was something like 2 o'clock in the morning when he, when he decided to lose his shit and go on a spree. Nobody hmm. called the police because everyone's asleep and he's just whacking people he's killing, not calling the police because they're fucking dead. So they didn't know. <laughs> and he lasted till around 2 o'clock in the, um, in the following day. So it's about 12 hours. I say 2 o'clock. We don't know. That's when he when they found his body. So we got a good twelve hours of innings here. It's pretty pretty good. Initially, there was three targeted victims: his twin brother, a family solicitor, and uh, a co-worker that he hated. He thought, "Fuck it, I'm just going to take that." Don't contact. like that cunt. Might as well. If I'm killing the other two, might as well get rid of him as well. <laughs> cut straight everybody up else on he post. Were, <laughs> everybody else he killed were complete randoms. Yeah, he just kind of went on the spree, didn't he? After that, so I, I, to be honest, I don't know what happened, but obviously something between all them which pissed him off enough I think he was in financial trouble as well and all that but then um, he just basically kind of like the hungered for mass- massacre I suppose he yeah. just thought once he'd done that he thought fuck it I'm just going to carry on and he was just driving around the streets he went up to a police officer didn't he and, uh, and just shot him in the face basically through the window he survived <laughs> oh. but then he, then the police officer ended up killing himself in the future didn't oh, they? My. oh yeah, oh, yeah. Huh. and he was classed as a hero yeah, Where did he kill himself? I, it was just too painful, or just it was, PTSD? I think he was just well. I think he was shot just, in the face. Yeah, he'd been because <laughs> he was shot deaf the and he face. was fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he just kind of couldn't take it after a while. He, they, people kept treating. I think this is probably another reason. People kept treating him as a hero, and he was saying in an interview, "I'm not really a hero. I just got shot in the face. Uh, I was just in the wrong place um, at the wrong time." Survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt. Yeah. And he was, he was just saying, I'm, you know, a lot of people got shot that day, but they're not classed as heroes for some reason. But because I was a copper, I didn't know what was going on, and I got shot in the face. Uh, you know, why am I a hero? Well, yeah, they, they reckon the motives behind the killings was um, potentially an, an accusation of theft from when he worked at Sellafield Nuclear Power Plant back in the 90s, which was 20 Whoa! years earlier. So this fella holds a fucking grudge. Yeah, yeah, this man He's an elephant, forget never forgets. Or... The thing is, he only nicked... But like some wood, just some timber out of the yard, and he yeah. like, fucking let it go, mate. You know what I mean? It's just a bit of wood. Relax. But he got a suspended prison sentence, and obviously couldn't work because of, of his <laughs> criminal record. There's two. There's two other possible motives. Another possible motive is, I mean, this this is legit. We know this happened. Could have pushed him over the edge. He had a uh, he had a Thai bride over in Thailand. Oh, and very the, um, nice. He, very nice. He, he, wi- he wired <laughs> over some. I think he sent a, my cousin's like a got thousand a thousand quid to her. Has he? Yeah, that's good fucking dude. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome when she stops by like she'll, she'll cook like be up at mum and dad's she'll cook some food and the whole house just straight away smells like a, a fucking restaurant it's so delicious fucking <laughs> banging well this this Thai bride apparently once, he, once she'd got the money the, tr- the funds had uh, cleared in her bank account over in Thailand she was like see ya and ended the relationship oh, could have sent him over whore. I know yeah, what a bitch what a surprise and also tax evasion but um, in the end, he, uh, he Kirk combined himself in the woods and just went boom, turned his head to red mist. Well, he was, was, he was, actually, nice. he was actually he was actually caught, wasn't he? He was lying on a grass verge, wasn't he? Um, a moat. Am I thinking of moat? You're thinking of <laughs> a moat, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of yeah. I'm thinking of a different serial <laughs> yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> right. I forgot off. moats are a common thing in the land of castles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've only yeah, got yeah, one. So it's just... called the Indian Pacific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty impenetrable as well, isn't it? <laughs> but he was just driving around when they had like fields and stuff, and there's p- people picking like um, um, just strawberries or whatnot, and he was just blasting them. He just was like, "Fuck this!" Fucking sound. I'm just blasting people and just you know knocking Ooh. on people's windows and on the doors and just blasting them and all sorts. 
So that's our spree, that's our spree, that's our first spree, lads. That's tasty. He came out, he came out of nowhere. Never even heard of that motherfucker. Yeah, 2010. I would have been yeah. like, fuck, what, 19 yeah. or something, something like that. I should feel like mm. I should have heard that, you know, on the radio. Oh no, actually, around that time, every radio thing. Another asylum seeker boat's been intercepted. Another one and another <laughs> one and sank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So our next. Can you guess what we're gonna do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I wonder. Our first ever episode we ever did. Martin, John, Bryant, old mate Martin Bryant, fucking. Oh, Bryza. Set one of the biggest fucking <laughs> spree killing records in the world and hadn't been beaten for fucking years until old mate uh, Anders Brevik, Brevik, whatever it was, that massacred all those kids on that island and fucking How many did set they get off that bomb oh, yeah, yeah. and that fucking yeah. thing. That cunt. Yeah, but Martin Bryant. He murdered 35 people and injured 23 others in Port Arthur, one of the world's deadliest shooting sprees, between 28 to the 29th of April 1996. As a response to the spree killings, Australian state and territory governments placed extensive restrictions on all firearms, including handguns, semi-automatic centre-fire rifles, repeating shotguns and high-capacity rifle magazines. You can see all those guns if you go to the War Museum up in in Darwin. Mm. uh, They've got a section of all the guns that they brought back. It's fucking ridiculous. Because we had a big arms armistice thing, buyback thing, where we went like, we had a Just some of the ones, like, fucking fully automatic like P90s and shit like that. She's crazy, crazy <laughs> weapons. It's fucking well over the top shit. Unnecessary. Yeah. Because basically what happened is like in response to this because it was so fucked up because like this is, this is one of the biggest conspiracies as well because people are like oh it was a false flag blah blah blah. This is what spurred the beginning of our podcast because Jack's dad was given a document by this dude that used to live in Perth that was like a big conspiracy, big conspiracy theory dude. talking about a, a, a police woman in England. Yeah. Starts back with back before shot. the internet was even around so this dude used to write yeah. his own manuscripts and shit and he got one and we got it now and it's got like coffee stains and shit on it and it's all about how this chick that was shot in England then they found out later that she was actually more likely shot from across the building multinational building the the trajectory of the bullet going through her and then starts off with that and then he goes into Martin Bryant but yeah so the whole idea behind that link is that like because of this this response the response to this was these sweeping gun laws that came into effect but he yeah. he went about because everyone's like, oh, he had such a low intellect. How could he have possibly done it? Because he was like pretty tarted out. Let's be honest, he was he, all like, Duh. not that. But clever, he wasn't yeah. like completely fucking retarded. <laughs> he could still use his fucking yeah, his fingers. Dad, his dad Fred tried to mate. set him up with a fucking like a uh, lawnscaping business, and that's ha- that's that's how yeah, sorry, lawnscaping, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, making up my own terminology. I've been bigger than my vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then he inherited half a million yeah, dollars as he well. he inherited a fuck ton what? of money. And he used yeah. to say that he loved being able to travel because then he could have conversations with people. Oh, yeah. Cunts were actually stuck on a plane with him and couldn't to move. Sit next so to he'd him. be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, who the fuck is this cunt sitting next to me? Jesus Christ. He did murder someone you before Port Arthur. Yeah. And that's how he got his inheritance. His friend. Yeah. Was it Eleanor or some shit? Yeah, or Helen. He Helen. fucking drove. He pulled the steering wheel while they were driving into oncoming traffic. What? Yeah, while they were driving, and he'd That's done a it. gamble, he'd, isn't it? He'd done oh, yeah. it, yeah, and he'd done it before as well, and he was just fucking tripping out. There's every chance that they reckon he might have killed his dad, but I don't think that was true as well. Like, his dad maybe committed suicide, but... Couldn't deal then, with the tardiness. Then he just fucking snapped. So then, yeah, he sets an alarm one morning, and his missus at the time, yeah, he actually had a missus. She was like, it's weird that he set an alarm because he didn't really have anything to do. Well, he wasn't ugly, yeah. you know, so maybe she was just some vain bitch, you and know. He he's pre- got, and he was pretty rich. loaded, yeah, yeah. so... That's just my bias Honey coming out. <laughs> no, straight up, that's why. <laughs> but yeah, he was fucking... Money talks and all that. So yeah, he, he goes... Uh, so he goes down, murders a few people at this B&B before the actual big massacre takes place. He stabs and strangles The main event! 
And then he heads down to fucking old, <laughs> old Port Arthur, which is this historical site from the old convict days. It looks when, very English because I bought a lot of... When your relatives were being all tyrannical. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're colonial. No, it's, it's real English there. It's, uh, they've got a lot of uh, willows and oak, <laughs> oak trees and shit like that because I bought it all over to look like home. Yeah. And the climate was fitted for that type of tree as it's well. It's a hell nice historical oh, convict site. And he basically rocked up. There's only one entrance into it. And uh, he just went fucking ham, walked into the cafe, fired at hip height, and that's one of the things that we were trying that's to get through is yeah. people like, how do you get so many headshots? And it's like, everyone's sitting down in a fucking cafe, he walked in and just shot from his fucking hip, which just ah. lines up with everyone's fucking heads. And Everyone like, said he shot from the hip. How did he learn to shoot so good? He travelled around the world. What's to say he didn't go to shooting ranges? Yeah, and he just fucking murdered a bunch of cunts and then... Went and murdered a few others, chased some yeah, children into the woods and killed both of them. And hey, that was brutal. Chased fucking... Executed a couple as well. Yeah. At a servo. Drove up, drove up onto Whoa. the road and just started popping shots off into people driving their cars no down the way. freeway. Yeah. And then... He lost his fucking box, man. You, you, can't, you can't beat, can you, the, the spree killers? Because it is a kind of like something's just ticked on that day and they're going, right, that's it. I'm going to kill everyone. Every fucker's having it. Yep. And he just goes <laughs> yeah. fucking... Goes off to that B and B again in a shootout with yeah, the yeah. cops, and that's ages. where it ends. The he has a huge fucking shootout with the cops overnight, which then ends up in like like there's fucking shots going back and forth. He's got like thousands of rounds of ammunition with him, but they think that they think that the people that he because this is the same B and B he went to <laughs> in the morning, and he first stabbed and strangled the people there. But the cops don't know that. They think he's got hostages there, and so they're on the phone with him. And he's sitting there going, oh, yeah, they're fine. I'm making sandwiches. And in the background, you can hear like... Right, yeah. <laughs> and there's fucking shots it's, going off. And then, yeah, he runs... It could be cops outside shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows what's... That's one of the conspiracies. They're like... Yeah. And then he runs out in the fucking early they're morning hours on fire sandwiches. because the fucking house catches on <laughs> fire. And he runs out all like, ah! And they put him out and he's... Still in jail to this day, but he's never been solitary. able to be fucking, fucking interviewed by film. anyone. He's in solitary. And he's and never had a trial as well. Really? Yeah. Didn't need one. He, he never got tried. Straight, one, to, yeah, straight to jail. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you don't need one. No, but it's democracy. Yeah. <laughs> it is our law. Everyone has imagine, a trial. Imagine if he was found not guilty. Actually, he could play the insanity thing. plead fucking insanity. But yeah, the crazy thing was that then our Prime Minister at the time, old mate Johnny Howard. Johnny H. Fucking legend. Johnny bloody Howard. Great, great man. Don't ever watch him bowl to the troops in Afghan. That'll hurt <laughs> yeah, you so bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, he he got up on uh, fucking stage on this big platform in front of fucking thousands of people, and he put a bulletproof vest on underneath his fucking. He had glass in front of him as well. Yeah, and because he, he was like, "There's going to be a lot of angry gun wielding cunts out there that aren't going to like the laws I'm about to pass." But he's a brave fucker, then. Yeah, and he just got up, but I was like, "That's the best thing." Now, thankfully, we're not living in a mini America and a bunch of crazy. There was shit. ten so mass hard to get shootings guns, up like, until that time. Yeah. It's it, it, just from the 90s. We've had like two two oh, people. No, we've had three. Remember early last year? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, no, that was the one. Well, the so others were stabbings. Yeah. But yeah, so like since that time, they just basically got rid of guns. You can still have guns. I got mates with guns and shit, but you just got to have a property and you got to have safes and your ammo has to be kept in another safe separate to the guns. And, you know, it's not like you can just go buy a gun when you Oh, you got to have a reason a for it, you know. Or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's like over here when we had, a, you know, several mass shooters. They were clamped down I think you can have like pump action shotguns that can, can hold a maximum of, of three shells one in the yeah. barrel and two in the we've in just the, done you know that as well I mean? with lever actions and uh, uh, pump actions as well is limiting the amount that you can have as well I think yeah from like five down to three the same as you guys yeah 
it does make a difference. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like fucking since then we just never really had them because we were just like, look, that that Jim Jeffries joke as well. He's like, we had one massacre and we were like, look, yeah, fucking, we're not doing it no again. more of that. Gives fucking guns. Stop it. And we were all like, oh yeah, that seems pretty sensible. I'm glad John Fair Harry yeah, yeah. didn't go through Parliament or yeah. anything and get a vote on it. He was yeah. just like, no. I'm Prime Minister, we're getting rid of it. Not happening. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense when you when things like that could happen quite regularly. I know they, they don't, but it can happen quite don't regularly. Anymore. Something you could happen. And you know what happened just, just prior to the Port Arthur massacre? One of your favourite fucking ones, the old Dunblane massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fella, Thomas Hamilton. Oh, yeah. nice chap. Oh, I should have had him in the spree killer, shouldn't I? I thought you would have. One, yeah. <laughs> oh. Nah, well, we try, I try. I mean, we had a look at him before, so we thought, well, we're going with ours now. He's, yeah. he's a relative yeah, I mean, unknown. It's Martin Bryant. A, a relative unknown team member. It's called Mark Richard Hobson. He deserves a run out in the match, in all fairness. Uh, he killed four. A bit bit low on yeah. the old body count. But Actually, we're going to do one that was low, but a good spree as well, like with real brutality. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is uh, exactly my thought pattern here. Yeah. He loved a bit of, of mutilation this time. Showed a lot of promise before he's on time the rest, in my opinion. My pants are getting tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he wanted to be a serial killer and he was just a little bit too eager. He was a proper, proper monster. So the first person he killed was his girlfriend, um, and then he went on to kill her twin sister. Ooh. His girlfriend, he strangled her to to death uh, but before she yeah exactly yeah yeah what, surely like I always think that about like um, geezers who are going out with uh, a twin you're like when you, whenever they see the, their girlfriend's twin sister they've seen them naked you yeah. know what I mean yeah. they know yeah. what they look mm. like it's bonus yeah. points you're just like oh, I've seen what? your butt We're basically, you're basically my missus <laughs> as well now isn't it <laughs> so yeah he strangled his girlfriend, then uh, hit her on the head 17 times with a hammer. He then, uh, he, then, he then wrapped her a body up. Obviously, it's all mangled at this point. Put her in bin bags and then just chucked her away. He oh. then tortured his girlfriend's twin sister with disposable razors and then oh. fucked her with a pair of scissors, oh. which is pretty fucking hardcore. Hey, pretty, oi, yeah, oi. pretty brutal. He's not a that? sister fucker. He's a scissor fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, also, he also bit her uh, in... He, he bit a nipple off, uh, like Chikatilo style as well. Oh, it, chewing on recovered. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and and she was hammered to death. So uh, you know, a proper, a proper fucking, a proper maniac on the loose there. He then went on to kill another two like people, James and Joe Britton. They were both 80 years old. Not, I think he picked on them because he was probably just trying to get the body count up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to if you want to be a sprinkler, you got to, I suppose, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, you got to kill. I think it's maniac. three in like the space of four days or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's, there's I a, think there's it's, like there's like well, a type of thing or like a cutoff point. Oh fuck, I can't think of the word. Cri- uh, criteria. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen to remember from from one of one of the episodes we did. I'm probably fucking wrong, but it's something like three or more people in a twenty or thirty day period to be classed as a serial killer. I'm probably wrong. People are screaming at me now. <laughs> like anything less than that, you're like a spree killer. Yeah, it does, but, um, doesn't matter. Yeah, man, it, I don't mind. I know. It was an eight-day manhunt to catch him. Five hundred officers involved, and he was arrested and given a full life tariff. So he's never going to come out again. And the police also found a list of potential victims. So he was he was actively going for more. Oh. Cut down in his prime. I think we should do an episode on that fellow at some Ooh. point. You reckon? Yeah, we've got sev- we've breaker. got several in our one as I've well. I've just been marking out a couple of names. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, when, when, we, when we were looking up, we were going, <laughs> fuck, how have we never heard of this guy? I'm going to lock this guy in for an episode. <laughs> so that's our spree killer. Yep. That's, that's tasty. Went in an absolute that, frenzy. Just That sums up this it. round of spree killings. Now there is a... Stop for a quick commercial break at a cup of tea. <laughs>
enter a promotion for both of our podcasts to like and subscribe and share. <laughs> yeah. In this Plug one here. Well, I think this will take some time for Ricky Ponting to recover. So the umpires have called on the drinks. All the players will be taking a break. Ricky, Pont Ricky Ponting certainly needs it. We will too. It's just sorted. He won't want to leave the field. Psychologically, he'll feel that's a blow for the bowler. I'm not going off, I'm staying here. Well, there's only so long before the umpires will say, right, what's happening? Moving. Now, let's dive into our fucking weirdos. Oh, Ooh. can't beat a bit of this one. Ooh. My favourite category. Weirdo this won't be your favourite category soon. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> but not after we play a little bit of wobble board. Yep. And timey kangaroo down. Spot. Timey oh. kangaroo down. So, old mate Rolf Harris, an Australian entertainer whose career has encompassed work as a musician, songwriter, composer, comedian, actor, painter, and television personality. Harris is widely known for his musical compositions, but is more known for what he's done diddling yeah. little boys and girls. Was it boys or girls? It, I don't oh, know. He doesn't discriminate. He was just about yeah, I think he goes for anything, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's kind of like a spree killer in a way, where yeah. he just decides, you know what, I fancy He'd, a bit of a go. He just goes, it's I'm your turn. See, I'm going to see what's available right now. <laughs> <laughs> Harris's career as a popular entertainer ended when he was convicted and imprisoned for sexual offences. In 2014, at the age of 84, he was sentenced to five years, nine months in prison on 12 counts of indecent assault on four teenage female victims during the 1970s and 1980s. He was released from prison in 2017 after serving nearly three years. Following his conviction, he was stripped of all of his honours, so he's no longer like a member of the British Order and all of that. And he no longer like, holds sir. the Guinness World Record for the most wobble boards played in one location at the same time, which happened in Bassendean. Yeah, that's where he was born, fucking in Bassendean, which is yeah. like 10, 15 minutes Take that fucking wobble board away. from where we are now. He was born just down the fucking road. But, so, the crazy thing, have the you best guys... Part. Have you guys heard about a little thing called Operation U-Tree? Yeah, that was something over here, wasn't it? Scotland yeah. Yard? Yeah, yeah, the old uh, operation that involved old mate Jimmy Savile. That's the fella. Yeah, yeah, so in March 2013, Harris was one of 12 people arrested during Operation U-Tree for questioning regarding historical allegations of sexual offences. The allegations were not linked to those made against Jimmy Savile, and Harris denied any wrongdoing. He was bailed out without did. charge and did not comment publicly on the allegations, but was understood to deny them strongly. But then, dun, 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 whoop, in <laughs> August 2013, Harris was again arrested by Operation U-Tree officers and charged with nine counts of indecent assault dating to the 1980s, involving two girls between 14 and 16 years and four counts of alleging production of indecent child images in 2012. After several delays Can you tell in the trial, what it is yet? yeah, <laughs> in which the judge's summing up took three days, the jury retired to consider its verdict on the 19th of June 2014, and on the 30th of June, Harris was found guilty of all 12 counts of indecent assault. But so the crazy thing is, the old Operation U Tree was the police investigation into sexual abuse allegations, predominantly the abuse of children, against the British media personality Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, and so they're like. From that, they found about like all 12 other or people. 15 other people that were all linked yeah. into it. And that was when, yeah, old mate Rolf Harris was like, no, I don't fucking know anything about what you're talking about. Eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
And then, yeah, all these fucking all filthy cunts that are all involved in these fucking high-up fucking pedophile rings. Franklin cover-up shit. You ever heard of a bit of fucking, um, times. what was it called? Torture Corps? No. Oh, no, yeah, fucking, it's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's, that's Rolf Harris. Oh, wait. Uh, and Fuck just uh, the other week, he was arrested yeah, at a primary school primary because he was, walked yeah, into yeah. a fucking school and was just waving at the kids like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing, Ralph? What are you doing? doing? Really? Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. He, I think it just shows, man, this is ingrained in him. He can't help himself. He's yeah. been done once and in Operation U-Tree and associated with Savile, and now you're hanging around outside primary schools. After you've just They're been released. they throw a fucking book at you. It's yeah. over. What are you doing? You can't be trusted. You what, filthy fuck. What are you doing? You'd, you'd think, wouldn't you, if, if you'd been done for those but and you've been given well, you'd be a relatively small sentence for a year or so yeah, all that, nothing. you'd think if they let, let you out, you'd, you'd just go, right, I'm just going to like just lay lock low. myself just in a room. You see, to be fair, though, with, with Harris... You, you lads have got a good contender there, a good player, but all the all what the crimes got? happened what over got? in England. Yeah, and see, he was actually trained up by our yeah our next contender, your Jimmy main, Savile, your main man, the hey, main man, the main dude. You see, we'd be foolish not war. picking Savile in our squad. I mean, he's he's most it's possible he's the most prolific rapist in the well, he is the most prolific rapist in the UK and possibly the world. It's a bit unfair because it's like having the best player in the history of the fucking universe <laughs> on the squad. Well, I mean, his I innings mean, are nuts, mate. They're off the hook. 600 official victims, but it's likely to be thousands from the ages of 9 <laughs> okay, to 99. That's a, lot. that's a lot. The fucking Dead or alive, he didn't care. Male or female, he fucked a lot. He was never caught out. Runs after runs after runs. He bowled yeah. every fucker <laughs> out that got in front of him, and he smashed what? every ball for a six. Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> what was the youngest victim? What was his youngest victim? I think it was nine. <laughs> nine years old. That's child's play. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. Yeah, but, but that's what we know. Because he, used to, uh, he used to diddle kids that were in comas. Uh, that, so there's probably a lot of them that got fucking raped. And, and didn't even know, molested, yeah. And he didn't even know. Uh, yeah, he, he, he looks like he, a pedophile too. He looks gross. Yeah, how, he did people just let him how, how, how did he get away? How did no one question him before for ages? You look, at, you look at him and go, there's something mentally wrong with him. He, he's out doing bad stuff to people. You can just tell, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Did you see the books he wrote? What he wrote, oh, he, yeah. he wrote a book called uh, Stranger Danger, and it was how to protect children and advise parents to tell kids to keep them away from strangers. And on the front of it, it's a yeah. Jimmy Savile, Stranger Danger, and there's a picture of him. And he fucking, I mean, he looks exactly like a Peter. I mean, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> that's the, you know that's what some I mean? classic fucking OJ, if I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah if I did it book, yeah. He yeah. also wrote a book on how to, uh, to advise teenage girls uh, whilst babysitting. <laughs> It doesn't yeah. even seem fucking real. No. He assaulted, he assaulted children live on TV. He fucked corpses. Like we said, molested kids in comas. He supplied children to high-ranking officials. He made jewellery out of false eyes. He took out a body. Oh, that shit's so bizarre, <laughs> eh? That shit's been me out. That's how I was like, how did he just get keys to, like, Broadmoor Hospital and have fucking yeah. actual pieces of it's morbid jewellery on him from dead people? Yeah. Like, fame what gets you, you. What are you cunts fucking talking about? You cunts yeah. fucking head. Power of fame. How can you just give someone who's who's a celebrity keys to anywhere in a hospital? Yeah. Sorry, it doesn't matter who you are, yeah, unless you're a, a doctor a or, work, or someone who's there. You should be, you know, that's they're the only people who should be allowed access to their areas. You, you can't just have a celebrity bowling around the morgue. No, no. What's going on there? He was also really good mates with the Yorkshire I mean, Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe, and he was suspected. He was arrested, actually. We mentioned it in, in a couple of episodes, but they, they brought Savile in for questioning. They took uh, bite marks from him and compared it against some of the Ripper's victims. One of the, the Ripper's uh, uh, victims was found about 200 yards from Savile's house, and he even boasted to his girlfriend... So he was kicking about with the bloody Ripper as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. He even boasted that to the... Um, 
to his girlfriend that he was involved. And she was like, I told the police, but they did fuck all. You know what I mean? They would lose mates with the Queen. Jimmy Savile, it's a good dude. Yeah, no shit, that bloody bitch. When's she going to die? She's naughty. But she's going to fucking never die, I reckon. <laughs> 250 years she's old, a, I think. She's a fucking hologram now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably already is dead. It's just a hologram which she's going to carry on for hundreds of years. Some crazy diaper technology blagging us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's Savile. That's absolutely out of control. Yeah, I just, I don't, why would you, ah, that's what power money fame gives you. It gets that to you all the time. You can just take what you want. You get what you want. People don't give a shit. I'd like to be they there. They don't ask right? questions. I'd be like, I'd like to be there. The the point when he's thinking, do you know what? I fancy getting into this more quite regular. Now, who do I speak to? Imagine being a fly on the wall on that conversation and going, can I uh, possibly? Um, I'm just gonna put this out there. Can I have a key to the morgue? You'd be like, fuck off, mate. Well, it was because <laughs> he donated so much money to charity. The Isn't it was better for him? It's Isn't it crazy. better that he's was diddling a few? dead corpses and dead children because they're dead it doesn't really matter they're not going to yeah, feel it they're I not going to so. be traumatised <laughs> unbelievable isn't it yeah he's a fucking maniac off the hook what he managed to get away with was um, you know it's massive cover up though isn't it really he didn't really get yeah. away with it lots oh. of people knew must have known well, they, and it must have, it must it's have all massive that Franklin cover up, cover up sort of shit all these fucking high up people that are just part of institutionalised pedophilia we've like. just had a massive massive royal commission here in Australia about institutionalised um, child abuse and shit like that and I remember I was listening on the radio they said there's a fucking full bookshelf with you know over hundreds and hundreds of books documenting every every case that's happened from like the 60s up until now because originally there was some fucking stupid law where you couldn't investigate cases that were like of over 20 years old of like uh, <clears throat> child abuse and shit like that and then they got rid of the law no fuck that they were still abused as a child just because it's 20 years in the future doesn't mean they can't be investigated and shit like that yeah, yeah, and uh right. I mean the whole Cardinal Pell and shit like that yeah yeah there's it's so right, many man. of those fucking motherfucking Catholic fucking church cunts that are just raping <laughs> yeah. kids left right that's it aren't they it's, but, but, you know, that's what God wanted, apparently, though. You know, he yeah. seems to get them in it's charge, and they're doing that. So, Jesus Vault. What does that tell God you about God? It. God's a bit yeah, of a pedo. He's a twisted <laughs> fuck, yeah. Damn right. So our next one, we Sean wrote it down, and we was like, who's oh, this dude? yeah, this is fucked He up. said Scully. He's like, who's this guy? He's like, oh, is he a dude that got arrested, like, last year? I wrote, yeah, I wrote it down ages ago, because I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it, this guy. And then, when I, but then we got together yesterday, and we've actually, here's where we'll throw forward and do a break of the wall and a little plug thing here where... For both of our Patreons, we to get we got together yesterday and we recorded a little thing to be like us going through the final selection of what we were going to use for today. Nice. And when cool, we got cool. to fucking Peter fucking Scully, who oh, is Peter our next File. person. Pe- yeah, oh, I'm Peter <laughs> File. Yeah, Peter <laughs> Gerard you would, you would, Scully. I, I'd hope all these files that they have in these places, not in the police um, departments. I really do hope they have a bit of um, you know, a bit of bit of a laugh and actually call it the pedo files you you would because it, they it, have it the becomes gallows, your job yeah they yeah. have the gallows humor of all those paramedics yeah, and military you've got to have dudes the pedo like, files ah. get to the get the pedo yeah. files out where you going <laughs> oh, i'm gonna go see peter yeah. oh yeah good 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 very good <laughs> but yeah yesterday when we were looking at it i was like who's this fucking peter scully dude and i looked him up again and our vibe went fucking boom. oh fun, yes no now who is Peter Scully. That's what everyone wants to know. All right, so... FBI. Peter Gerard Scully, born fucking January 13th, 1963, an Australian convicted child sex abuser. In June 2018, 
He was found guilty of one count of human trafficking and five counts of rape and sentenced to life in prison. But that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? That's just the tip mm. of the penis. Yeah, yeah. The, tip of the, the tip of the cock in the infant, if you will. Yes, one would say. <laughs> he remains... You're like, hurt core? Yeah, this is the crazy thing. They, they institutionalised a whole new genre of dark web shit called hurt core, these mm. guys. Right. So he remains on trial for numerous other crimes against children, including the production and dissemination of child pornography, torture, and murder. In 2011, Scully fled from Melbourne, Victoria, to the Philippines before he could be charged with 117 fraud and deception offences relating to his involvement with a crooked property scheme. From the island of Mindanao... He is alleged to have built up a lucrative international pedophile ring that offered pay-per-view video streams of children being tortured what and sexually fuck? abused on Tonight the dark web. Tonight on web. pay-per-view! Yeah. You got a link. Among the vic- among, yeah. yeah, mate. I was, well, I was waiting. Actually, you'll, if you look at see, your phone, just... or you look at your thing, I sent you a video <laughs> that you might like. Shocking, that among is. The victims who had their, yeah, among the victims who had their videoed ordeals sold over the internet was an 18-month-old infant who was hung upside down while Scully and two accomplices raped and tortured her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, ready? Ready for this shit? This is when I was like... Then when I looked it up yesterday, I was like... As soon as I read that, I was like, that's right. This is Daisy's Destruction. Yeah. Have you seen this? Have you heard about Daisy's Destruction? I kept on telling Stop reading it while we're doing the podcast. Stop reading it. I've not seen it. It's not an urban legend. Yeah, so... Really? The most notorious of Scully's output was titled Daisy's Destruction, which he sold to clients for up to $10,000. Big money. Made in 2012, the multi-part film is so extreme that it was for some time regarded as an urban legend. It features the torture and brutal rape of a number of girls by Scully and some Filipina accomplices. The three main victims were Lisa, aged 12, Cindy, aged 11, and Daisy, aged 18 months. Urged on by Scully, some of the worst physical and sexual abuse was carried out on the children by one of his girlfriends, a then 19-year-old woman, who was formerly a prostitute as a child. Indeed, it seems she was at the sole hands of the victimizer of Daisy. She was one of, like, the hell, like, hell in on it, and they were telling her, like, do this, and they had a little camera set up where yeah. people were watching yeah. and going, yeah, do this and do that. That is absolutely... The intro- <laughs> yeah, the introduction... It's so dark, eh? Hey? The it's introduction so to the film invites the viewer to watch Daisy's, quote, mental ruin as she learns how to please her mistress. Oh Scully God. put Daisy's destruction out under his, quote, No Limits Fun production company, selling it to other pedophiles via the no dark web. Among, yeah, I know, right? Among those who victim, required John. it was... No lim- <laughs> Ugh. Among those who required it was one of the biggest ever purveyors of child pornography, Scully's fellow Australian Matthew David Graham. Apprehended at age 22, he ran a series of hurt core child pornography sites. Scully faced a total of 75 charges. He was on trial with others who assisted in the production of his pornography, including four men. Germany's Christian Rouchet, Filipino's Alexander Lau, and Althea Chia, and a Brazilian doctor, Haniel Caetanano. Send them cunts to the oh fucking Hague. Fucking yeah. Send them to the Hague. In October Jesus, 2015, yeah. a buyer severely... Oh, that's right. And then I forgot about this shit, and I didn't tell you about this either, Jack, and I looked at it today, and I was like, how convenient. Oh. 
In October 2015, a fire severely damaged the evidence room containing Scully's mm. computer logs uh, and videos. How convenient. Oh, right, okay. Destroying no key evidence. Some believe Scully may have bribed local police officers as corruption in or the Philippines was high. Yeah, you know, they, oh, they sure. were all fucking kids as well on his fucking thing. It, exactly. All in on it. Franklin that's the Credit best, Union yeah, shit. the best way to get them involved and hold power over them so you've got that ultimate leverage when it comes yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Jesus Christ. So that's old mate fucking Peter Scully, raper of 18-month-old child and killer and fucking... That I is, just, that, I mean, that's that's one's mental. Fucking, that's hands yeah. down yeah. on that one. That is shocking. That's, I can't believe that. The craziest thing was is that like one of them, they actually found. Uh, da- no, that's right because Daisy didn't actually die. They thought Daisy died in the video. The oh, eighteen-month-old really? infant. She was found alive at like the age of eleven or some shit, but oh. then fucking killed herself later on. Yeah, because they told her what mm. happened to her. Yeah, and then like uh, two of the one of the others was murdered in the video but one of the other girls was still alive as well but like they, yeah they all just went into these like circles of pedophilia rings and were sold yeah. off to people and gross Child, yeah, child, yeah human trafficking and shit just, so yeah, he was, and yeah so how many fucking customers were out there though like cause he yeah, was charging no 10 grand and making fuck loads of money yeah who afford 10 grand for that shit all these people are just willingly buying it all these rich fucks that are just twisted yeah, I mean, you get to that level where, like, you know, you can do anything you want. You can fucking kill whoever you want. How do you get that shit to the next yeah. level? Oh, fucking, I'll just start dipping my toes in a bit of pedophilia. You know, that's the next it's fucking just, high. It's just mad, isn't it? It's, it's just mad. It seems, it seems to be, if you've got some sort of uh, um, control or something, and it could be good or bad, you know, but it's interpreted differently yeah, from yeah. people, and, and they, people get away with it, and, you know, and you, yet someone else will get done for, obviously, something bad along those lines, but... Someone who's done so much damage and is pa- doing pay-per-view and earning cash and loads know, of shit yeah. while killing and doing all sorts of children seems to get away with it fine. Obviously, he's he's locked up now, but at the time, you know, at the time for for ages, a convenient fire. Yeah, and then like the you want to try fire find the people that um, were buying it as well. Surely, there's yeah, a way absolutely. to track that shit down. Yeah, that's why it was all on the dark web though. Oh yeah, true. I tell you what though, the um, our our next. Our next team, mate, our next contender is going to pale into, into uh, insignificance compared to that last one. <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, we chucked that in there. That was our Hail Mary. That was our yeah, shame. That, that was our last yeah. one. Yeah. We yeah. like, oh, we've got yeah. nothing so far. We're grasping. I might fucking call it quit to that. <laughs> we're we're going uh, to field uh, John Warboys here, and he's the... Um, it's called the Black Cab Rapist. It sounds like he's raping cars here. Like he's sounds like that porn category that's just like fake taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's what, where are you going, love? You got to do the shopping fake. center. Get your fucking tits out, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, these guys might know that porn you're looking for. <laughs> so what? We, so what happened with? Um, he was a, he was a taxi driver in London. He picked women up late at night on the way home from clubs. You know, pissed up. Particularly, Perfect specifically targets. targeted. Yeah, yeah, he, got, he, he specifically targeted them when they were by themselves. And he'd, um, he'd tell them that he'd won a shitload of cash, like he'd won the lottery or something. <laughs> he even showed them loads of money in a bag. You know Cheeky. what I mean? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd, he'd say, look here, I'll celebrate with me. Have some champagne or whatever. Yeah, yeah, have a, have, have a drink for the, for the trip home. Honestly, it's not a dose mm. of anything. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm Full still working hitting, with all this money. You know, I won lotto, yeah. but I'm yeah, still driving a yeah. fucking what, cab. What, why, are you, what, yeah. why are you drinking out that other bottle when I'm drinking out of this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a, a multi-millionaire taxi driver at 4am in London. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he, yeah, he'd row hypno the fuck out of the drink, standard operating procedures. They'd pass out and he'd go raping, bish, bosh, bang. They were flat. <laughs> he used to be a, um, a stripper called Terry the Minder as well. And on his arrest, the police found a rape kit in his boot which contained uh, <laughs> like champagne miniatures, plastic gloves, a torch, Ugh. vibrators, 
Condoms, because you've got to be safe, kids. Yep. Obviously, Sleeping. and you don't want to... No, you just don't want to leave evidence. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it. It's been safe. And, and, and also, well, yeah, an ashtray yeah. that he used to crush up the drugs, man. Yeah. He was sent down on the 13th of March 2009 for only eight years, and he was up for parole to come out what? last year, but there was a mad public outcry no. which kept him locked up yeah. I think if he does come out he's going to fall down the stairs several times under some bullets oh someone's going to get him <laughs> so, how do you pay how do you pay I tell you <laughs> what what was in his boots sounded um sounded quite fun you know minus the uh, unconsensual part of it I know yeah, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if that was like a yeah. you know an item with the missus it'd be alright <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know fat old time yeah good valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> That pales into insignificance. Destruction days, he's got that one. That's, uh, <laughs> thanks, for bringing the, thanks for bringing the mood Jesus. back up, though. Yeah, that's it. We have, to have, we have to have a good laugh about some of that. so that we Dumb drunk bitch got raped hella. in a black cab. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Probably find it on you, Paul. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. That's good. No, we're supposed to be doing our... This is supposed to be the crossover, not my search history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Brazzers. Oh, dear. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> you need to insert the, um, you know, the Pornhub yeah. intro, that... Psst, yeah, oh, Brett, no, I'll put in the old uh, fucking browsers.com. <laughs> Insert. All right, so now for our fucking... Lucky this is last. our last category, I believe, isn't it? It is. Fucking rounding yeah, it's it the last one, yeah. Home stretch. All right, so we were going to go with a classic, you know, classic, iconic Australian fucking... Bank heist, robber, Ned Kelly, dude, motherfucker, yeah, but hero, I, I legend, threw shade at Ned him. Kelly. But we were like, nah, that's done and dusted. That's Hill Bogan. That's fucking lame. Bogan shit, you know, such is life. Ben Cousins smoking, Meth. you know, sniffing cocaine. Uh, no one cares about that. You know what's way more operator? A fucking ex SIS dude. Mm. Fuck yeah. Oh yes. So we got old mate Shadow Warrior. David Francis Everett. Ooh. Right. He was an Australian criminal, writer, and former member of the Australian Special Air Service Regiment, but also member of the Karen National Liberation Army. Everett began his career as a mechanic fixing supply trucks and joined the Special Air Service Regiment at 18, where he spent three and a half years. That's fucking hardcore to get in at 18. Yeah, so he got into the yeah, fucking yeah. Special Air Service, SAS, like fucking yeah. regiment motherfuckers. But this this yeah. is this is the fucking engineer side of it as well, like to be a fucking crafty motherfucker and fucking operator, operated motherfucker. He claimed the selection course was the hardest thing he'd ever done in his life, including his prison sentence, which we'll come to later. Yeah. <laughs> well, that selection <laughs> course is fucking intense, like over over there in England and here as well. You know, they're however this they're goes, all cunts. This yeah, this goes to show his attitude. How he was like, however, because the Australian Army was not at war at the time, he decided to leave and he left for Burma and took a great interest in the Karen people. So after leaving the army in 1986, Everett joined the Karen National Liberation Army, the KNLA. So this was basically like in Burma, up in the mountains, there's a bunch of like a little... He's like, an unsanctioned Barry Peterson. Yeah, there's an ethnic race right. like of yeah, fucking yeah. dudes up in the mountains and he's taken a hell fondness to him, and he's like, oi cunts, <laughs> I can train you up to be a sick fucking force of like fighting gorillas if you want. And these dudes are all like, fuck yeah, because we're sick of being oppressed by the Burmese government and whatnot. See the violence inherited in the system? Yeah, come and see the violence, help, help, <laughs> being oppressed. You saw what he did, didn't you? So, um, in, so, you know, it's Myanmar or Burma, whatever you want to call it. After fucking joining the KNLA, the old Karen National Liberation Army, as a mercenary, arms dealer, and gun for hire using the alias Steve. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be something hell cool. Rock and roll. Steve. He used his Don't skills mess with to teach. Steve. Yeah, that's it. Steve. Steve will fuck you up. 
<laughs> he used his skills to teach the soldiers how to survive in combat, most notably instructing them in marksmanship and the planting of Claymore anti-personnel mines. He told a correspondent, if I get sick of it, I'll just go do a 9 to 5 job. He was just like <laughs> yeah, living enough. his little fucking <laughs> mad life. But he realized that this fucking army needed better funding. They didn't have enough money. And he was doing some crazy shit. Like, I'm going to do an episode about him one day. Oh, we'll do I a read, full one, honey. Pay. I read a fucking book years ago called Shadow Warrior, which was his book that he wrote. And he did some hectic shit with the fucking army over there. Like, he, he was like, you know what we need to do? We need to disrupt their fucking hydroelectric system. So he fucking got a bunch of stinger missiles and a bunch of fucking bazookas and shit. As you do. And trained all these dudes to go down. And he just blew up a dam. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, sick. Ha-ha, and ran back off. And had to blow all these dudes. Right? But the heist. But yeah, so this is where shit gets crazy, though. So realizing that they needed more money. Everett took up fucking pilot lessons so he could smuggle weapons back and forth to Burma. He'd fly back to, like, Perth and purchase shit on the black market and do all this shit and go over to, like, other Asian countries and fly them back in. But then he realized he still needed more money, so he got some dudes in from the SS... The, ooh, from the SS... From the, the SS. SASR, Comrade yeah. James Reynolds, who's this fucking other Solid ex-fucking nine. SAS dude. Mm. Yeah, old mate James Reynolds, Jimmy Reynolds. Reggie! He and there was all well, there was also actually another unknown accomplice, but he fucking was never found, and they think he was also ex SAS. So these are dudes that just got held jaded and like fucking Fuck disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. in 1991 in Perth, Western Australia, represent all three of those dudes in a stunt that <laughs> lasted several hours, raided the home of a fucking um, movie theater manager. So there's a cinema called Carousel Cinemas, yeah, which is um, in yeah. like um, Cannington. Yeah, Cannington Carousel Shopping yeah. Centre. We actually worked there and did some night shift uh, putting in windows. Yeah, and it's just like 20, 30 minutes from and where we are. And one of the banners, now. you know how, you know, like job sites, you get like, uh, you know, you got the yeah. uh, fences and then you've got like that uh, sheet that goes over it. It's got like, yeah. you know, the building company names. One of them was Everett. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, what a cool. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So this dude and three of his fucking, oh, sorry, all three of them went to the theatre manager's home and his wife was actually pregnant and in the book he talks about how he's like, that's one of his biggest regrets is that in his reconnaissance he wasn't able to realise that she she was only like five months. Barely so she had was, a bump. She had a bump, bump that he couldn't tell at the time and he didn't kill her though, so that's not uh, funny. That's nice of him. That's right. Yeah, yeah he, took, he took the couple hostage and it was like Christmas Eve and he was like, right, we're going to the fucking bank safe at the cinemas because he was like, it's the end of the holiday period. These cunts will have fucking shitloads of money there and... He fucking made him drive out there, got the fucking money. Catch you later. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, it works, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The old switcheroo. Afterwards, Take the cash. he travelled fucking to Cairns and then to Magnetic Island. Oh, Magnetic Island's a beautiful place. It's off the coast of Townsville. Well, but, well yeah, well, this was... Because, I mean, they got all the money, but then... Because he was caught a few times, but then escapes and shit. Like, he was caught one time, and one of his accomplices was caught, but his accomplice did the whole fucking... You're not getting anything out of me, and he committed suicide. Oh, did he? So, like, fucking took yeah, one for the team, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I got hell, you blue. Yeah, my brother's <laughs> keeper. Yeah, and just fucking. <laughs> but um, the other dude remained un- unidentified. They never found the other guy, but they fucking uh, found uh, bloody Everett. He was released because this was just like the first little little heist and they were like they didn't know he was funding all this shit that was going on and they were just like oh what's this fucking dude and he's left the army he good left, work ACO he, yeah he left the army like 10 years ago but you're like yeah good job slack fucking Australian security intelligence group what are you fucking doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He came back, did two more robberies in WA. None of them were huge, though. He couldn't fucking get, like, the huge bit that he was looking for. The big win. He went out to a gold mine and a diamond mine, and he robbed a bunch of shit from there. But then, (laughs) finally, he did the the biggest explosion that's... um, Oh, brilliant. Like, biggest land-based, non-nuclear military Because you guns used to do it out in... um, You guns used to test your shit and launch your rockets in in South Australia. Out in yeah. the Woomera yeah, test yeah. range. But yeah, so this dude did the biggest non-military, unsanctioned land-based explosion <laughs> in history. <laughs> Fucking yes. <So, gasps> Fucking boom! He went down to an explosive storage magazine in Valdivis, which is just south of Perth, in order to get munitions for the gold robbery so that he could pay for his mother's house that had been confiscated by the courts because they were like <laughs> trying... What? what are you taking her house yeah, for? Yeah, because of the whole corruption's a crime Brilliant. thing. The government's like, oh, we're going to confiscate your mum's house. And he's like, you fuck with the wrong cunt now, mate. Don't like, fuck I'm with SSAS. So no making that goes, shit up, is there? That's brilliant. <laughs> no, that's it. That's a movie. So he goes yeah, down yeah. there. Sets off one ton of explosives in what is still the largest explosive in Australian criminal history. Because what he did is he broke in in like hell SAS style. No one would have even known that he'd broken in, but he was like, in the book he talks about it and he's like... It would have been like a mountain lion where if you've seen them, you know, they've been looking at you for fucking two hours and shit. Yeah, that's that's it. it. And he's sitting there and he's he's thinking, but he's like, I wonder if I fucked up, if I left a fingerprint somewhere. Because as I was saying a bit, he's pretty fucking clued on. But he goes, fuck it, you know what, I'll stick it to the man. So instead of risking it, (laughs) he steals everything that he needs. He steals all these fuckloads of explosives and like rocket launchers and all this shit. Being an engineer, rigs it up. Then he just rigs the entire building so that all the munitions stored there will blow. And then he just bows out, drives off, and that's what explodes. So the entire facility just explodes. It's pretty fucking hectic. He goes on to fucking evade law for a while, but he eventually gets exposed by another associate while awaiting... Yeah, so one of his mates that he's known from somewhere. So he might... Someone might have got to his other mate that was still unnamed. And he might have... And he might... They might have gone, look, you haven't done as much wrong as this fucking Dave Everett cunt we're looking for. Maybe ASIO got to him and then... Yeah, how about you tell us where fucking Dave Everett is and we'll let you off. So anyway, they Ah, got to fucking Dave Everett. While awaiting trial, though... Fakes his own abduction. Nice, so beautiful. Sick. He nice. goes and like sneaks away from his wife at the time, and he's held gutted when he's doing it. But he's got to do it for the team. Sneaks out and it. like doesn't it's leave like an any incin- footprints incin- in his. In- I can't say it. Incentric. Incentive. Yeah, he sneaks out the back of his house and doesn't leave any footprints. Footprints by getting up on the top of his like wheelie bin first. He just then, hops along. Then, like, gets up on top of the fences and The walks. ultimate game of floor is lava. Yeah. yeah floor, is is lava the floor is and lava. And walks along the top of the fucking fence <laughs> lines of all the neighbouring fences until he's, he stepped like, on a crack, you know what would happen? Break his back. His mum's back. <laughs> mum's back, that's it. And then he goes and jumps into a car and fucks off, but eventually he gets, like, he's sitting in a, at the Perth foreshore with a shotgun... And he gets surrounded by cops, and he's like, "Oh, do I fucking go out in a blaze of glory?" And go he sees this uh, like dad with his kid walking like twenty feet away, and he decides that he doesn't want to because like he doesn't want that dad and his kid to be like injured in a firefight. Bit of humility, yeah. So yeah, so he just like he just gives himself up, and then he was eventually released, and that's when he like wrote his book and he married an Aboriginal lady. They lived in North Queensland and had like had kids, but then he died in uh, like when he was fifty-one. Oh, well, 20... I thought he was still alive. No, ah. he died in twenty thirteen. Damn! Yeah, after a long Fuck battle me. with cancer, the big C. The big C. Oh, gonna yeah, that's that explosion. Biggest yeah, yeah. non-military. Yeah, that's, that's the old. That's <laughs> the explosions old, make everything cool. That's the old yeah, yeah, heist yeah. robber, fucking Dave Everett, and then you know that's... liberation freedom fighter, fucking dude. 
our, uh, our bank robber's not like that at all. He's comparatively quiet. There was no fucking one-ton largest explosions yeah, in the yeah. history of the world. Not <laughs> this one. We're going with uh, Brian Reader, who was part of the, uh, the Hatton Garden robbery. 76 years old. He's an old fucker, what? But, yeah. he, but he's handy. Oh, yeah. this is that granddad heist thing. Oh, that's, that's fucking granddad awesome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, this kind of such gang. a fucking legend. I love this guy. These, all these, <laughs> the whole group. <laughs> I've never heard of this all, boy. They're I've all never so heard good. Him. It's such well, a they, genius thing. They, um, the, the true amount of like gold, like diamonds and cash and jewelry and shit that they nicked it hasn't been disclosed. I think they've said it. It's around thirty million, but the. the Jesus they estimate, Christ! I mean, the estimate just got it could some be explosives. Yeah, well, they That's they reckon it. it could be as as high as two hundred million because. Do you know how many Daisy's destructions you could get for that much? <laughs> <laughs> so many destructions. Because um, there's a lot of people storing a lot of valuable shit there. They didn't want to disclose how much money they actually had, so the true figure's not really known. But it's, it, it could be around two hundred million, like a quarter of a billion almost, which is absolutely insane. They've only recovered about. Four million pounds worth of um, loot. Yeah, loot like diamonds. And that's and pounds. So to us, yeah. So you're speaking in pounds. So to us, yeah. that's fucking double. Jesus, it's nearly, a lot. Yeah, it's nearly half a billion dollars for you then. <laughs> and he did yeah. that in a week. He did it in a weekend over a bank holiday weekend. He had some insider knowledge and waited for the um, the, uh, the the d- deposit area to shut down at Hatton Garden. And then he basically just drilled through the d- through the walls with, ironically, a, a diamond-tipped drill bit. Yeah. And it just hey, tossed it in. Took them two days of having sandwiches and all sorts of drilling away. Yeah. No one, the alarm they went off. They dressed in like civil servant outfits. They had like high vis shit to walk well, yeah, yeah, in. Like anywhere, in high, if you got high vis on, you can we just, always work in high vis. Yeah. You just walk around anywhere and come to like, oh, you sorry, do you like, can't it's amazing. <laughs> they don't ask a go- especially if you got a ladder as well. People are like, oh yeah, no, he's obviously doing some <laughs> yeah, shit. He's all right. You know what I mean. <laughs> So they, uh, <laughs> when they, the first night, they actually watched, on the, they looked on the news and they saw that it, what the, the robbery, because it should be look, all over the, uh, the news around the world because they're nicking fucking hundreds of millions, but it wasn't. Yeah. So the next day, they actually went back and re-entered the building and nicked a load more. They went back twice. It was insane. So he's a team <laughs> player, though, because he kept his mouth shut and he hasn't told the feds where any of the loot is whatsoever. So he's sort of doing Legend. time for the squad there. Yeah, yeah. And he was also involved in the Brinks Matt robbery where... He helped um, launder £26 million worth of uh, cash coming from gold, diamonds, and uh, (laughs) jewellery and shit. Uh, He got released after serving only three years of his prison sentence. Not bad. But he still didn't didn't tell him where the loot was, so I suspect they released him early because they thought, if we keep him here forever and he He fucking dies, we're never going to know. He may lead us to the loot. You release him. Yeah, exactly. We might be able to trace him back, but uh, he didn't, man. He kept his mouth shut and... uh, I think he's actually, I Why think would a, a 76 year old want to bloody rob shit like that to stick it to the man, stick it to the rich cunts for his kids? Fucking. The, the, what a I don't legend. Know, it doesn't make sense, does it? He doesn't I, care. I believe there's videos online because it's because they were that old. I didn't know about, obviously, they, they got caught because they, they didn't really think about CCTV yeah, one cameras of, or anything. They, they caught, of course. Two, two of them caught the bus there or some shit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With their the bus there. And, yeah. Incredible. Because there's it? actually, if you go on, if you're on Netflix, there's that show called White Rabbit, which is like the yeah. shitty remake of Netflix, oh, which is the fuck. Uh, 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 Mythbusters. I sorry. hated that. That was annoying. It was Yeah, it was just, it's just got that Carrie. Whoa, Suzanne! Yeah, Carrie Byron, fucking Grant Imahara. Grant Imahara and Tori Bellet. Those yeah. three dudes, and they cover that these dudes in one of their episodes because they're like, oh, how did they fucking get into what the they, bank? And they go they go down like an elevator shaft and a whole bunch of it. fucking crazy shit. And 
But they did what they had in ingenuity. They lacked sort of technical knowledge of how modern day technology works. How they, they can would, be tracked real they well. They were just yeah. talking to each other on mobile phones. They didn't even get burner phones, <laughs> all the details on the laptops. And the cops are like, are these, f- uh, is like this for real? real? Are yeah, they yeah. fucking that stupid? They're leaving, leaving us to them. And they got busted, mate. Yeah, he's um, Michael Caine's going to play him in, a, in a, a new film called King of Things, which I think is either coming out this year or next year. But he's a solid member. Yeah, Several yeah. hundred million pounds worth of loot he's nicked in his life. Yeah, just gone. That's, a That's so, so many dollar he does. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, where is it? Because one of them's, um, he had red hair, didn't they? Swiss they, bank. they named him like Red Mickey or something what like that. What was his name? And, um, and they're, they're desperately looking for him because they, they are pretty sure he's got basically the whole lot. Oh, he knows, yeah. Yeah, Bloody he knows. MS, <laughs> uh, what's, what's that um, Chinese bank? HSBC? They yeah, fucking got it. They, they launder money for cartel and ISIS. They, they hold cartel go. money and ISIS it's money. Probably, so yeah, why wouldn't they fucking hold a bit of his money? Get that fucking HSBC, fat, fat interest. Yeah, when you've got HSBC, 200 million quid, yeah. you'd be surprised by what you can do, I think. Yeah, you can <laughs> make it easy. <laughs> and that's what they're fucking doing. And yeah. there's nothing the law can do about it. No. So that's, no, our, that's our final team member, our Brian Reed. That was yeah. a good match. That's our, That's the last, that's the end. That's well, the end Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought we'd finally get there? the first Ashes. Yeah, the first Ashes test match. <laughs> the fucking ashes of evil. Yeah, I'm so. surprised for spree killers. You didn't uh, chuck in a little bit of cheeky fucking London bombings with the subway and the double decker. Yeah, we Does were thinking about that. Uh, that's, uh, that's 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 more of a fucking terrorist yeah. attack. Yeah. yeah, that's more it's of a not a one man army killing. thing, is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. I reckon in the next one I might chuck in a, in a, in a, a bombing of some sort because yeah, there's one in Melbourne that uh, happened, which is a pretty good one outside of a cop shop. We'll throw in that. We'll throw in a twelfth man next time that has like yeah. a bunch of substitute. the sub on bombs or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, lads. No, ple- lads. Thanks for having us on. That was a uh, was a great laugh. Yeah, we'll do that again, brill. man. That was brill. Yeah, yeah it's it been <laughs> good to join the the old colonies get together again. Just uh, the sun yeah. never sets on the British Empire. Yeah. <laughs> rule, so rule, doesn't, rule, rule Britannia. It doesn't, it doesn't Britannia rule away. It's 9th of March, and then it will set. Yeah. 19th of <laughs> yeah. March. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You guys still got uh, daylight savings over there. Yeah. You can't yeah, Brexit yeah. yourself right the fuck out of this podcast. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. This, I think this is probably our, like a third or fourth podcast from the end when that all fucking kicks off. And we've got nothing left. We're enjoy, in enjoy the enjoy the collapse of society we'll and the inevitable. You guys are living down there. Yeah, yeah. And no, I come round. You can live in Jindal up. There's heaps of pomps up there. You can be yeah. painters. Yeah, you're a painter already. Oh, aren't wait, you? are you? Yeah. <laughs> so many British painters. See, Kiwis are scaffolders. Um, Kiwis are scaffolders, Asians are jip rockers, and Brits are painters. It's not even racist. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's it's just the way the denominations <laughs> break down here for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, That's like that brilliant. classic joke, why hasn't New Zealand ever been to the moon? Because there's not enough scaffold. Yeah. Bloody cheers, boys. Nice one, no, fellas. Uh, Thanks for having us. into the deep fielder there. They've got Morgan. He's hit one sweet as a not six. Penneth. You bet he's got some boundaries in him. Pulled away. Not going to be a six. Not going to be a five. Australia of turning the Norbert at long last. Another terrific 2020 game.